I don't know. Opinion. You're listening to CRB Radio. The words and opinions you are about to hear are of the hosts and do not reflect the management, sponsors, or affiliates of Cave Radio Broadcasting. Give me this, give me that, give me this, fuck that. This is talking shoot, boy, all right? And that was Snatch Wallace, my co-host Sash, with the beat. Good lords. On the pads. Good lord. Hey, man. Good lord. Give me that. Just something that I love. props on that, dude. That was dope. (laughs) For real, though. Man, he can bring the heat, fellas. This is something, you know, he, honestly, uh, anyone that doesn't know, um, a lot of the beats you hear in the beginning, it's it's usually his work. And, uh, man, dude, he went to school, man. He He's always came with the fire, but I love how you stick to that a little bit. And it's a side thing that you love doing, and, and I love that you just go, I, I used to do that. No, you still do it, man. That's, yeah, that's I still do it. I'm not going to lie. I still do it. I still dabble. That Batman one is hard for me because, I don't know, it's like we like the same stuff, and I, I'm a Batman kid too, but Sash. Right, right. So We, we had to give you that shout-out. We well, have a huge you. show today. We have to sell ourselves like prosties, like uh, to, to Robert Kraft. Do you want the flip around? I got something for you guys. I so. got happy ending. <laughs> we got to sell our program. We are going to give spots away. We've been doing free advertising with a couple local uh, crews, and it's really worked out for both of us. Um, but now it's time to get down to business. It's time to actually, you he know. Said the trial version's over, Yeah, son. the trial version's <laughs> yeah, over, is baby. <laughs> this is it, baby. Um, now, we got a big show today. News just landed that Antonio Brisnown might be going to the Raiders. What do you think about that? I think, I don't know what to think about it, man, but I read a hilarious meme that said, it's 4th and 27, mm-hmm. five seconds left, mm-hmm. car drops back, mm-hmm. hits Antonio Brown for the touchdown, and Chiefs win 42-7. to <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like, that's what I think is going to happen. I honestly think it's just like, they got rid of Amari Cooper, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy's you know the problem. He goes to Dallas, t- turns the whole season around. Him going to Dallas, in my opinion, it, it, it gave him a surge. You got something else to go to besides just uh, Zeke and uh, your 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 buddy back there just running around. Um, but I just don't think this is. I think it's the same thing's going to happen. I I'm, I'm just not a strong believer in what Carr can bring. You know what I'm saying? Did I call him David or Derek. It doesn't matter because you know what his name does not matter. Right. It's like the Rock. You don't matter. Right. It's like uh, he's done nothing in the league. I mean, he won one Pro Bowl. He did okay a couple times. He's not a. I don't know. He's franchise for me. He's. It's all about the offensive line. They got a couple nice pieces. Um, but here's the one thing that I heard he's trying to do over in L.A. The Rams or Vegas Rams or whatever they are. Um, and if he completes it, this could be dangerous. And you know what that is, Sash. What is this? He snags Le'Veon Bell. Now, Le'Veon's rumored to go to the Jets. Well, yeah, but you have a dab But no, why? Yeah, true. Like, 
the Jets are never going to be anything for a long time. I don't care what anyone says. Like, if you think the Jets are, I think the Raiders are actually further along. I think that they kind of tanked this year to get some picks. Now they got the picks. Now they got a nice little piece in Antonio Brown. The thing with me with Brown is he's older. People aren't realizing he's 30 years old. Right. And, and look at him. He's a mental case. I mean, he has a blonde mustache, but he's tipping his, frosting his tips blue. Like, I don't know if he's trying to, like, have people follow him or start a trend, but it's something I wouldn't do, you know. And I talked about it a couple weeks ago, that show, The Shop with LeBron. We'll get to LeBron momentarily. Uh, That guy is just a, you know... A, a plethora of stories that we can just branch off of for like we can have a, we can literally have a LeBron show today. That's how much of a train wreck it is in LA, man. Oh, it's it's sad. And obviously, even if you're a huge fan, you cannot, um, you can't even like justify it. Like no. you heard Mike Sullivan on ninety seven one. He went on a huge rant, right? And, and I, rightfully so, though. I, rightfully I, so. I agree with him. So I know. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to get into. I think Antonio Brown on the Raiders. Um, who cares? Um, <laughs> right. it's, a good, it's a good fit. Like someone was talking to me the other day and they go, oh my God, OBJ might be on the move. And I'm like, who cares? I, I OBJ, They're not going to change a team. A wide receiver rarely ever changes the dynamics of a team. When? When have they changed the dynamics of a team? But you got to give, I, I'll give this to OBJ, right? In the beginning of the, in, in, in the beginning of his time here, right? In the league. I, I kind of was like wishy washy with him. I'm saying like like he's doing all this extracurricular stuff. He's like I don't feel like he's taking his his job professionally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's done a 180. Where you know that dude coming off of injury, he's showing to the Giants that he means business. He's rehabbing properly. Okay, Good work ethic, dude. And. And you can see it because he's not on social media doing his little stupid dances, popping out of the hot tubs. You know what I'm saying? Smoking a blunt, smoking a blunt, whatever, yeah. whatever he's doing. Right, right. He's not doing that anymore. You know what I'm saying? You see, you know, he'll still do his on-field antics, dancing this and that. Well, that's that's OBJ. But I th- I feel like that dude has matured so much. And then you see someone like AB regress to me so much. It's like ever ever since he did that. To Mike Tomlin with the whole like uh, Facebook Live, the uh, you know after game, yeah, that's tacky. That's tacky. It's it's not what you do. You know what I'm saying? That's that's your team. That's your squad, bro. You don't. You know, I, I feel like in essence, you kind of like throwing them under the bus or showing the world like what you don't like. Well, you know, there's hundred other guys in that locker room, bro. Yeah, there's 21 other starters besides you, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. You know, this isn't tennis. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's not about one person. It's about more than just you. You, you can know? get blackballed real quick acting like the flake like that. Hey, man. And, 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 uh, no matter what he wants to say. And he goes, I'll be okay. Dude, let me just put it this way. Where? Where? You owe the game, brother. You would be nothing without the game. True. You'd be nothing. I'm sorry. I don't even want to be like that. But don't act like you're above the game. The game is giving you what you have. You put in all the work. That's true. But... You got to be humble, man. This guy he hangs out with LeBron twice and starts acting like a flake. You know what I mean? Well, like, he's probably talking to his agent, dude. That guy has just got everybody's ear. Well, he probably thinks, "Hey, if I get a black ball from the league, I'll be the next. I'll get eighty million like Kaepernick, dude." They probably are starting to all think like that now, dude. Like, but here's my thing. I got a question for you. Okay. Okay. A B. Okay. Now, Kyler Murray goes to no. Listen, listen. Okay. Kyler Murray goes to Oakland with Le'Veon Bell, and you got Kyler, Le'Veon, and Antonio, or the Giants grab Kyler Murray, and you got Saquon, Kyler, and OBJ. I think I think the hype on Kyler Murray is going to die down. 
I don't think I think he's a little overhyped. You know, ever since he didn't perform in the combine, like that to me is just a red flag. You know, don't you want to highlight what you got, show people what you got, and now now you got all these. You know, they don't come out with names, but they're saying that he has some of the work worst poor uh, poor work ethic as he's seen out of a lot of the guys in the combine. His is his footwork's not as good as everyone thinks it is. You know, this is this is stuff that's coming out of the rumor mill. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But it's bad if it's coming out of the rumor mill already. You know what I'm saying? So you already made automatically, dude. You're you, you're coming with a with a you know rain cloud over your head. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we, we I got to give a shout out. I don't know what I was watching. It was, might have been NFL Network. It might have been on Facebook, but it was NFL Network. It was something. I'm a Kyler Murray guy. I'm going to explain why. First of all, I'm a Baker Mayfield guy. He took over Baker Mayfield's spot, and they didn't lose a beat. And if not, they got better. Okay, and it's not like he had more talent than Baker. He had just as much, just as much talent. And uh, the thing is, they showed on this program, like, you know, how Gillette match up, you know, and they show the – this guy can flick the wrist and make a 20-yard out to the left. When you do that with the accuracy that he was doing it at, he's going to be an elite player. Now you add in the feet like Deshaun Watson. You know, you start adding, like, the feet like Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like, he's actually uh, – people are – I could see where you could think he's a bust by looking at – if you don't look at his tape, but if you go look at the tape, he's for real, man. Like – I didn't. I thought he was a. And when I seen him in college, I'm like, this kid's a shrimp, bro. Like what? And then he just threw five touchdowns, and like it's like, okay, dude, he's got it, man. And I think you've seen Baker Mayfield. He had same questions. Is he too small? Does he got the power arm? I don't know. I don't know. He goes to the NFL. He's dominating. And now you got Kyler Murray. Same questions. Is he too small? Is he this? Uh, I think he's going to dominate as well. I would love to have him on my team. I'll tell you that. Does he have the head for it? Do you want a crusty? And I'm not trying to bring race into it, but you, like people who listen to our show are probably going to laugh at this. You want a crusty white quarterback or a guy that can move, dude? If that, crust, what, if that crusty white quarterback gets me six rings and looking like Thanos at the end of his career, guess what? Yeah, but dude, Tom Brady can actually run for those couple yards. Look, look at to, to me. I think I think the best quarterback coming out coming out of this draft is definitely to me Dwayne Haskins. Mm. I think I think that dude is a pocket quarterback, not fast, but He's gonna give. He, he, he's he's got an arm. He can see over his line. He's, you know, can probably be mobile when he wants to be. You know, running a five forty isn't isn't good. And we all think, like a coach Steve said, we all think his black quarterback is they all got to be fast and Ooh. whatever or not. <laughs> so uh, Dwayne Haskins. No, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you, you think you think he'd be fat, but he's not. So I think. This guy is gonna break the mold on what people think about black quarterbacks. I honestly think he's. I think he's the best quarterback to come out of the league. I think. Yeah, I think he's like a, a, like a Roethlisberger type guy is gonna come out. I think he's gonna. I think that guy is gonna surprise a lot of people. I think he's a quarterback to go to. Not not Murray. Can I give you an uh, like an explanation? Uh, can I give you a, um, a for instance? Can I give you a, what I was talking about just now? Okay, it fits right in. I was talking about Kyler Murray and looking like Baker Mayfield and their productions. Okay. Who did? Uh, who does? Um, who does? Uh, who does a uh, who? Who does Haskins kind of remind you of? Hootie, 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 hootie. Uh, 
Cardell Jones who stunk in the NFL. No, so he does not you, remind does. me of that yes, guy. He, he reminds me like brick. a Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, okay, that's what they said about uh, Cardell Jones, dude. Uh, anybody over 6'3", that's two, uh, 45, 250. Ben Roethlisberger, ain't it? It's like, no, Ben Roethlisberger is Ben Roethlisberger, right? The rest this of guy's the next Byron Leftwich. <laughs> he actually, that's who he could possibly. Byron Leftwich was no joke. Remember that time he got crippled from the back and front hit at the same time? That was crazy. But, yeah, now he's a coordinator over in Arizona. So, hey, I love the talk, though. Uh, we, I do want to get into, uh, I know you probably looked more at the prospects and you're kind of looking at what's going on. I'll give you, uh, I'm going to give mine first and you give yours. Uh, one guy I don't want, Greedy Williams. I know people are talking, what? I'm turning the channel. Listen, we don't, he's not the corner like everyone thinks he is, okay? There was a lot of pass rush in LSU. If you watch the tape closely, he could be one of the biggest busts in this draft. He could be a decent player down the road. He's not the guy at eight, okay? I do like White, and I do like oh my God, Sweat, Montez Sweat. Those two guys, Montez man. Sweat. I was about to say him. But, like, now that I'm watching the combine, man, tell me that DK Metcalf don't look intriguing. Oh, tell I, tell I, me what, you, you would like you. to, like, grab that I guy if he's there at eight, like, how could you pass him over? How could you want to pass him over? You, you, you'd clearly want to be like, oh, Lions, same old Lions. And be like, DK Metcalf. But that dude is a friggin' anomaly, bro. If Standing at a, six foot three, doing what he can do and move what he can move, it'd be hard to pass him up, man. It really would. If you're at eight, I don't know if any teams have two first, early firsts, okay? But if you're at eight and a team somehow lets you come back a couple picks and you end up getting DK Metcalf, and Montez Sweat or DK Metcalf and White, your your franchise. That's the kind of stuff you have to do. People right. think that's so far fetched. Like, oh my god! Like, no, do something. Do it. You know Team, what I mean? Like, teams get that, it done. Right? Like, teams that do that, dude, are the teams that are sitting with Thanos quarterbacks. Are sitting with Robert Krafts. You know what I'm saying? Well, can I ask you a question? This is how I would do it, right? Okay, say Carry on Johnson, right? Can I? Can I just? Okay. Say a team goes, well, yeah, I'll take Carryon Johnson. Well, people go, well, you got an established back. Why would you do that? Well, I'll draft another running back in the fourth round. What are you going to do? Like, I'll sign Mark Ingram. There's always fixes for the problems. It's not like, oh, no, we're never going to find a running back. Like, there's other, you can fix the team anyway. And I think one thing I'm thinking is Jones from Alabama. I think it's Jones, right? The uh, tackle. With TJ Lang leaving and Jones is still there, the number one tackle, be very watch how this could come into play because you know why? Taylor Decker is going to be a free agent after the end of the season. You got, you're talking about Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams. I keep thinking, okay, Jonah Williams. I think he might be, I think he might slide to the line. <laughs> You already just scared the crap out of you, didn't you? Oh, man. I thought Ennis Cantor was in the building, bro. Like, I thought Ennis Cantor. <laughs> 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 We're bringing in Ennis Cantor. Is our first guest. Uh, Ennis Cantor. 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 Anyway, what was that? Those are little ads that pop up on the internet, Good man. Night, I hate man. that. Good night. <laughs> so Damn who do you, you who, name a guy advertisements? That you, name a guy you really want and a guy that you don't want. Sweat. That's who you want. That's who I'd want. Okay. I wouldn't want them to go after 
you know, like a like a Hawkinson. I don't want the tight end rumor Thank mill. you. I, w- Thank I wouldn't you. want that. You know what I'm saying? But like sweats, yeah, cool. If, if he's if 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 DK Metcalf's off, yeah, take sweat. Maybe even take greedy. But if Metcalf's there, bro, I'm just so inclined to go after a freak of nature like that, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and and now think about it too, man. Uh, Sean Oakman from Is he Baylor in the draft. He he's he just got acquitted of the sexual charges, right? That dude's a monster. That dude's a monster. He's he he's three years out of uh, out of football. You know what I'm saying? He should have been drafted what two two three years ago, two seasons ago, whatever. Guy's got acquitted. He has aspirations of playing in an NFL. Lions, give the guy a shot. He's not coming here because we're a squeaky clean organization. I'd like to see him. He's play, squeaky though. clean. He he didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. The, the, he got acquitted of all charges. There was a lot of things going on with him. It though. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If 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 they if if the squeaky clean organization wants to follow the letter of the law, the letter of the law says this man is innocent, correct? Okay. I mean, I'm down, dude. You know, I say I, give him a chance, work him out. The dude's a monster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like if but you know, to get back to what we're talking about, you know, DK dude, if he's there, it's just hard to pass up, man. It's it's hard to pass up. That's that's once in a lifetime you get people like that, dude. As a Lions fan, it's going to be very interesting if the two quarterbacks get taken before eight because that's going to leave a lot of guys sitting there. I'd even, okay, if the Lions aren't going to get DK Metcalf, and we, we need defensive stars, and we need offense too, but we need everything. But if he's gone, that's another pick that the Lions probably wouldn't have gotten anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would like to have Greedy Williams be picked before us. You know what I mean? Take take the guy off. You know, don't even let them think about it, dude. And then you have Montez White, uh, just everyone, dude. Jonah, Jonah. You know, Williams. I mean, I think that we're going to be sitting pretty, dude. As we name a bunch of guys in the draft, we're realizing that there's about thirty studs, dude. <laughs> At least thirty studs. You know, this is a deep draft, and uh, this this is a huge draft for the Lions organization. And I'm personally sick of uh, watching the Lions suck. You know what I mean? Coming out in the, you know, really, I I think you've been thinking about it for close to sixty years. Yeah, but think about this, right? You got guys going like this, right? Let's get rid of Caldwell, man. He's what's holding us back. And then they go out, and the first game against the Jets get just demolished, dude. Then you come out the next week, and you lose to who was it? The Forty ers got your ass kicked by the Forty Nine er. It was it was ridiculous, man. I mean, it's so. I think at the end of the year, he started coaching better, but. I just can't believe every year we're in regression. It just doesn't under you know what I mean. I just, even when we went zero and sixteen, the next year we still went in regression somehow. It was just I, I don't know, man. We just but we will it, see. It's been happening, man. The same product has been hitting this, the field for sixty years, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the only constant, the only constant with the Lions is the Fords. Yep, hate, hate to say it. Found on the road. It's <laughs> found on found on road dead. It's not about it's not about a curse or nothing like that, dude. Mm-hmm. It's about the way that the front office is ran. It's about the management trickle down when they say, "Hey, we we sell tickets, we sell hot dogs, we sell poutine." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it doesn't matter because people are going to buy in. If 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 everyone else stops buying gear, what that shirt you have with on? that shirt I have on, right? 
if everyone stops buying tickets. Yeah, but you didn't get that from the stadium. No, I got this from uh, I got this from the uh, Burlington. I told you to go exactly. to the Westland, and it was on sale, bro. So I couldn't pass sale. it up. <laughs> if you buy some lion shit that's not on sale around here, dude, you got some mental problems, right? But no, uh, yeah, dude, I'll buy some shit on sale for sure, dude. Just tell me though, Kyler Murray getting a Lions jersey? No, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm saying, I wouldn't like, want it. I wouldn't want it. What? As, as much as as much as I want Stafford out of here, because I, I I just know he's not our guy. Mm-hmm. I'm almost inclined to say, get the get DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. get these guys around him, load them up <sighs> around him. You don't do nothing, then bye bye. Yeah, but that defense is looking like a sieve. Here's the thing that, that is true. Here's the thing that shows you where they're going to go in the draft is if they get to, uh, Flowers, if they sign him, they might not go defensive lineman. Right. You know what I mean? And then I, we still need a linebacker, though. You know what I mean? We still need a couple linebackers. Rumor mill. What's that? Minnesota's Anthony Barr is, is on free agency, it's and the Lions man. might be aggressively going after him. This is Jesus, rumor. This man. is rumor. But this is stuff that's out there, and, I, and I'm glad that it's actually out there because it makes me think that are they making these moves that normally we as Lions fans don't see them making these moves ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want them to go out there and put it all out in the line and say, hey, we're making these moves. Not we're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to trade these guys away for two second-round draft picks. And, and next thing you know, Cliff Averill got a ring with the, uh, the Seahawks. Jesus. Next thing you know, uh, Van Oy's got two rings with uh, the Patriots. I mean, the list goes on, bro. You, you can go on. Didn't Lomas Brown leave us and did uh, do yeah, better? Yeah, yeah. So, like, hey, this is stuff that Lions need to start making moves like that because they end up giving away good talent and getting away nothing for it, dude. Crumbs. We get crumb, back crumbs. Two, two second-round draft picks. And then, like you said, hey, let's get a long snapper. Yeah, I mean, you know, I get it. I get it. And they don't. And that's the problem, you know. And I, but here's the thing. If you get bar and I know we're playing Xbox here, but you know who I would go after full fledged? That's Landon Collins, man. I mean, this guy, he's like the next generation of uh, what is it? Uh, Sean Sa- Taylor, safeties. Sean Taylor. Right, you know yeah. what I mean, so he's like the next Sean Taylor, man. And I just think that Landon Collins and bar and then you draft somebody. Landon oh, Collins. God. I know. I'm telling you, dude. You get White or Montez Sweat, and you sign those two guys, good Lord. You know what I mean? We, there's there's options out there. You know what right. I mean? A whole lot of options. And you and you, and you mentioned uh, Trey Flowers. There's also Preston Smith. Um, there's also talks. Ooh. Preston Smith, he's a defensive end for Washington. The, these are these are guys that are in their in their rumor mill. Redskins or college? Redskins, oh, the, the Washington anybody. Caucasians. Uh, Landon Cl- Collins is definitely on there. Anthony Barr is definitely on there. Pierre Desir from Indianapolis Colts. They're looking at him too. So, did you hear a Jai from the 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 Chargers got released today? Did he? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. He actually had a good season. You know what I mean? He played pretty good. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there this year. And how come I always hear Green Bay in the mix for everybody? They might not get them, but they're always in the mix. You know, it's like a because weird... they do stuff like that. They have no owner, so they have no owner, and, and you got you got to think, dude. They they're they're known for winning, right? I don't care what anybody says. Green Bay has championships. They have rapport. They have tradition. They have history. You go to you go to Lambeau Field, man. Look around. Championships. The friggin' it, the the name of the field is the name of the the, the championship trophy. 
There's no joke. It's a city of champs, dude. And as much as I hate it, can't stand it. True thirds, Grinnell Barrett, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why they're always championships, winning championships, because they go out and they make moves like this. They they, they try stuff. We're gonna go out and get Jimmy. They're gonna try stuff like that. We're gonna go out and we're gonna get rid of our, our best wide receiver. Out by Jordy. What you do in what you do in uh, Oakland? Get a couple decent games. Ah, yeah. yeah. When you have Carr thrown to you, it's different when you have Aaron thrown to you. Totally different. So Hard to come back thirty-seven after an injury, too. Right. But you know, it, yeah, I get what you're saying exactly. But you know what they do is, and then Julius Peppers, they sign him. Uh, you know, they they don't hold on to people that long. That's the Patriots' best thing. They get rid of these guys before the next big deal, and they go draft somebody and, and develop him. And the guys who they keep take less money. Right. So you know, and, and then look at it too. People act, act like. The linebacker, uh, what is it, um, the guy from Alabama that's in the middle over there, um, God, what's his name, for uh, Patriots. Oh, dude. No, nah, I'm drawing I know. Blank. I'm drawing a blank, too. I don't know why. Hightower? Yeah, Hightower. He's one of the best players in the league, okay? And speaking of that, guess who got dropped the other day? C.J. Mosley. Yeah, there you go. But, I mean, like, C.J. Mosley was on the best defense in football. He was the captain of the defense. Why would you not even go get him? You know what I mean. I don't. What's what's going on with the Ravens? You 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 drop Weddle, you drop uh, Mosley. Uh, uh, I'm not getting it. Like I'm yeah, not. Maybe these guys. I feel like sometimes that it's not performance issues. You know, what I'm saying sometimes I think it's a lot of personality. Sometimes like some of these guys need to change the scenery. You know what I'm saying? And you know what happens to a lot of lines. Lions uh, players, ex-Lions players. You know, you you, you come from here mm-hmm. and you go to some tradition like Seattle with the 12th man and, and, and you know, the, the sound of that stadium. I mean, like that, that's tradition, bro. It's like you leave and you go to New England. That's tradition, bro. What do we have here? What do we have here tradition-wise? Think about it. Dude, there's a, no tradition. They had a chance to make something nice down there, and Ford Field is a complete dump. Right. It, it, you know, I went down there the other day, and the acoustic shingles are falling off. And it's just like, what's going on? I don't understand. You always make a retractable roof. You know, when you got, you know what I mean? It's time. You know, you're the Fords, for God's sakes. You bought the team for less than $50 million and then things worth billions. Right. And you're, and you're acting like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't get how... So they got cheap with it, and, and you know it's not even an enjoyable experience down there. Uh, yeah. Everything's overpriced. They tried to make it look old from the beginning. Just let it gain old and and mystique. Right, you don't make right. it look rustic. That right. was like the dumbest thing I've ever seen, man. What about what about um, Little Caesars Arena? I haven't been in there yet. Oh, it's it's just a brick. Yeah. There's nothing special about well, it. To I, me. Yeah, but I think that it looks better to me visually than it does. Than what? What? Like, you know? What? From up top? Because you know, when I'm pulling into Detroit, I'm coming into my helicopter. Okay, but okay, but I haven't been in there, so I can't. Okay, it. okay, I'm in there. It, uh, it, there's nothing around it, dude. There's nothing but parking lots around it. Parking structures, parking lots. There's no like they talk about developing that midtown yeah, area. Yeah. There's nothing developed. It, it, it is it is that. barren, bro. Yeah. So like, so when I when I took my kid to the to the game, I pay forty dollars to park, walk in the freezing cold, 
right? Mm. Nothing around us. Get there. Have to pay expe- pay for expensive food. My son's twelve dollar hot dog. You know, <laughs> you know, you want some popcorn? Yeah, you know, like five fifty, and you get like a Ziploc bag full of popcorn. <laughs> you you want a beer? Yeah, he, yeah. Okay, here's a shot glass for like seventeen dollars. <laughs> you know, it's horrible, bro. And then you gotta walk. Then you gotta walk back in the freezing cold, right? And pay another forty dollars, probably on an Illich-owned lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. It, there's nothing gratifying about going to Little Caesars Arena. Yeah. At least, at least when you're going to Joe Louis Arena, there was history in that place. You walked into it, it stunk, but you know, hey, it's Joe, it's the Joe baby, you know. But yeah. it, it's 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 really nasty down there. Like I don't want to say it's nasty. It's just it's just not appealing. Just, you're not going to bring anybody there. Look at the area. I mean, wh- who do they? Where do they take the guys on a free agency trip? Do they take them to like bazookies? Like, hey, you can you can be on the team here. We got dispensaries and bazooki down here. Like, <laughs> right, what? right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like I watched a thing in the other day about L.A. and I've never been, but dude, this guy's talking. It was uh, the game. He was on TMZ or something. He's like, man, it's L.A. Motherfucker, I got a Bentley and I got. I'm just like, I want to go to L.A., man. Like, it just looks sweet. You're never cold. You're never there's shit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, there's shit everywhere. Exactly. Like literally feces everywhere. <laughs> People are just shitting in the streets. And I'm not exaggerating, Chris. Oh, really? Dude, it's like growing up, right? Because my, my mom's side of the family, my mom grew up in Cali, San Pedro, you know, right outside of Long Beach. All my, all my, um, is that where you state your claim? That's where I state my claim. <laughs> LBC. <laughs> no, well, all, all my, um, you know, all my, uh, the males of my family were all either fishermen, longshoremen, you know, they work on the docks. You know, mechanics and whatnot. So, like, LA's been in my blood for a long time. I've got, when I was young, we used to go there twice a year, you know, because my mom misses home. She's good to go, right? So, growing up, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to retire in LA. This is this is great. I'm a, I want to live in LA when I get older. Went back last April, surprised my grandma, went back last uh, October, six months later in October for my cousin's wedding. Man, bro. There's the the homeless encampments, mm. crazy. Me and my wife went to Hollywood, mm-hmm. and it was the day after my cousin's wedding, and it rained during his wedding, right? So when we went from Long Beach to Hollywood, parked on one end of the strip, went to like the Death Museum and walked the strip. Bro, it smelled like shit the whole time because it rained and washed all that stuff off into the streets, dude. People laying on the side of the side of the uh, curb. You know, one dude was laying on his uh, on his blanket with kibbles and bits. Had his dog on him. Was smoking a weed pipe. One guy was holding a sign that said "Fuck Trump, give me a dollar." You know, like just and like and this guy's laying here with his dog and kibbles and bits and this and that. Ten feet away, there's like a patio for a restaurant. Like I'm 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 gonna enjoy my food while I'm seeing some dude sitting there. Smoking a pipe, dirty as hell, with his dog laying on him, kibbles of bits laying all over him. Like I love, I love LA, dude. Biggie said it best. LA, great place to visit, right? But Midwest is my home, bro. We might have bad weather. We might have four seasons, right? But we don't have no big crazy ass friggin' animals, no big huge tarantulas. You know what I'm saying? What do we got to worry about? A deer crossing the road? You know what I'm saying? Like you go to Cali, they have big old, you know, 
freaking insects and stuff. You go, go go to my uh, father-in-law's house in uh, uh, Fort Myers. There's geckos on the walls. There's like freaking snakes slithering in his backyard. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Tarantulas and stuff. Yeah, I'm good. Dude, speaking of Hollywood, we, we talked about, you asked me earlier, what did I watch, right? Yeah. So I've seen every Jurassic Park, and I've liked pretty much all of them. Last night, I tried to watch the newest one. Oh, Fallen Kingdom? It was the worst, not only Jurassic Park, but maybe movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That and me and my girl watched Skyscraper. Oh, my God. Dude, dude what? I love you, Rock, but uh, what were you doing making bro, this movie? That movie That movie should have been called, yeah, right. Dude. Right. Like every right. single thing. The, the, I still tell other people this. When he jumps like 30 feet and he lands his prosthetic leg into the little hole, Bro, you couldn't land your normal foot into the hole. He lands his prosthetic where you got no feel or nothing into the little loop, dude. Right. Like, I don't, come yeah. on, dude. No, like, that dude. That was so lame, dude. That was just know. like a filler movie. Like, what do you want? Ah, there's nothing not. Well, we haven't watched Skyscraper. You know, we just keep passing it on yeah, the list, yeah, you know? Yeah, it was horrible. I man. watched, uh, well, I watched that. I said it was really good, dude. Creed 2. Have you have you ever seen was, that? Have no. you seen Creed 1? Yes. I liked it. You liked it? Creed 2? Woo! Michael B. Jordan, dude, that guy, dude. that guy is the next Denzel, in my opinion. Him, him, or Chadwick, Bo- Chadwick Bosworth, the dude that played the Black Panther, yeah. like both of them, dude. Like they're 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 the two next like lead black actors, in my opinion, dude. Like he, Michael B. Jordan kills Creed too. I can't I can't say it enough, dude. That guy kills Creed. So too. What happens? So he fights Ivan Drago's son, right? He beats him. So the first the first time he's like, you know, um, what happens is it starts off. You know, Ivan Drago is he's training his son Victor, right? And his son just like murdering people, just murdering people, right? Because Bridget Nielsen, you know how he was, uh, yeah, yeah. she's she she has a cameo in it, so she's oh, his, cool. so she's this dude's mom, right? Mm-hmm. So like when when Ivan loses to Rocky, his mom up and leaves and like goes to another dude because like now they're shamed in Russia. So he grows, he he raises his son by himself because mom Bridget Nielsen leaves both of them. So like. He's trying to climb, uh, have his son climb through the ranks so they can be like, you know, Russian Russian greats again. You know, ru- like bring, bring back pride to Russian boxing. That's what they want. So, this one guy sets it up, and uh, you know, he fights him the first time because he's like, I have to do it. He's like, these guys killed my pops. You know what I'm saying? So he has nothing but like vengeance and like he's pissed off. So he gets in the ring with him, and like, there's like a like an hour and thirty minutes left. I'm like. This isn't going to be the last fight, you know. I'm thinking, my wife. I'm like, this is a long. This is already forty minutes into fifty minutes into the movie, and they're fighting. I'm like, it doesn't end like this, you know. what I'm saying, right. so he beats the shit out of uh, Adonis. That's Adonis Creed, yeah. you know, Michael B. Jordan. He beats the shit out of him, and like he hits, he hits him with, he's hitting him with body shots, dude. And he's like hooking his arm and like breaking his rib, you know. what I'm saying like cheap shit because his dad is telling him break him break him he's that's the whole thing he's like break him break him so you'd like do like giving him body shots and he gave him one body shot and michael b jordan fell to the ground and victor drago uppercut him while he was on the ground and knocked him like like broke his orbital bone but he, he was already on the ground so they disqualified victor uh what's his face victor drago so adonis creed kept the belt still so he's like broke, dude. Like, like pissed off at Rock because Rock wouldn't train him because he's like, I don't want you to do it. He's like, this guy's bigger than you, he's stronger than you. He's like, you're not ready yet, right now. He's like, I, you're not in the right mindset. And he's like, he's like, I can't help you. So he goes back to 
go back to the the Delphi gym where his dad trained, and he got the trainer, the, the dude who trained his dad. His son was in the first one, you know what I'm saying? He wouldn't yeah, train him. Yeah. So he ends up training him. So they end up losing whatever or not. He's all messed up, and he, uh, like, recoups, and it goes through time, and, like, months later, year, you know, I think a year later, and v- Victor Drago was just murdering people through the circuit right and he's like i want creed he's like i want the championship because they're like hey it's uh, the russians are like it's it's good that you're doing this right but we want the belt back dude we you know you know you guys are doing this it's cool but we still want the belt back so he's like i want creed i want creed and then finally um adonis was like i have to do it and they're like why he's like because he said to this girl he's like what would you be with if you didn't do whatever you love to do you know what I'm saying? You like music. You said, you know, you can't, you wouldn't be able to breathe without it. He's like, that's how I am. He's like, I, I got I to gotta make this right and I got to do it my own way. And then he just beats the shit out of him. He wins. Oh, dude. And he like, he like. So and, does Rock ever train him? So Rock comes back and trains him uh, with, with with the dude's son that, tr- that, that didn't want to train him in the first one. Yeah. And they go to Mexico, dude. Mickey's son? No, the black dude. The, the guy who trained Apollo Creed. The black guy oh, who, okay, who didn't throw in a towel. His yeah. son. You know, was training at the Delphi gym. We wouldn't train him, whatever. Even if he was a Creed, whatever. So now they're so now this guy and Rock take him down to Mexico, dude. Like home, like in the desert, bro. And they're like, this is where this is where uh, boxers come to, uh, you know, like resurrect their career, change who you are. So this guy, like, like they have him, like they put like a tire in the middle of the ring, and they have him and this like big Mexican dude put their foot foot in the tire, dude, and they and he has to be close to him. So now he now he's just getting bodied, body, body. But then they show him like they give him like a sledgehammer and they have him digging holes in the in the desert with a sledgehammer, dude. Boom, like like crazy crazy stuff they're doing with this guy. He's not even hitting the punching bag. It's just like eight tires, like on a on a on a pole. That's what he's hitting. And then he learns how to like kind of stay inside with big dudes. And then when he fights when he fights Ivan or Ivan Victor Drago. He like stays in close, but he's dodging him. You know what I'm saying? He's dodging him better, and then he's like, he's boxing, he's outboxing him. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you, you kind of like Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Where he's but with power. So then he ends up just dodging him, just whooping his ass, and you know, like what's his face, uh, Victor Drago. He knocks him out twice in one round, dude. And the guy's still getting up because he sees his mom walking away. Cause she's leaving him again, so he's getting up because he's doing this because he wants to like be part of the Russian, you know, thing again. And then Ivan can't stand it anymore, dude. And he throws in the towel for his son. Wow. Yeah, dude. It's it's wow, a fucking it's a fucking dude. great fucking movie. Dude, Watch that movie, wow. and, then, and then it shows Ivan and his son still training at the end of the movie, and you kind of feel like it's even, even though even though Apollo died. It's still kind of even because Michael B. Jordan could have killed him at the end of that movie, dude, because he wasn't stopping, dude. He was, and, and and Victor refused to go down, and he 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 had if he didn't throw in a towel, dude, he he just suffered that fate, same fate that old boy did who didn't throw in a towel for Apollo. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm not gonna go through that. Deep movie, dude. Probably one of the best movies wow. I've seen this year. Definitely. Damn, dude, that sound like they, sometimes they miss man and sequels aren't as good. That sounded good. Yeah, sounded I, good. I, I, but I don't. I don't think they should do a Creed three. Leave it here. Leave it right where it's at because 
Apollo fought, fought no, Rocky. They're gonna do a Creed. Three. No, dude, I'll they can't you, because yeah. who, who, who's it gonna be? Because they fought. Ro- okay, Mr. T's first- son, Mr. T's son, <laughs> Hulk Hogan's son, Mr. T Junior, Hulk Hogan's son. He's gonna fight him in a wheel. No, anyway. no, that's horrible, dude. He's a he's a shot dick. of glass from Nick Hogan's car crash. <laughs> What's, uh, What's that? I'm an um, oh. freestyle in Westwood, but um, yeah, no, dude, that's awesome, man. Um, they got, I guess they got some. Uh, what is it? Uh, the things on tonight, HBO documentary. I'm a documentary now, dude. That what serial killer? Like, no, no, like making a murderer was crazy because now I guess he is getting another trial. Um, but like that whole situation where the cop finds the lady's car, calls in and goes, "Hey, I got a Honda here with a ZZ four four two four three. Is that Teresa Hoback? Uh, yeah, that is." All right, I'll call you back later. Two days later, then they say they found the car. And it just, dude, it like, really, so they might have doctored it. Now, you know, so it's all this kind of, so once I started watching. You talk about making a murder, right? Yeah. So after that, I watched The Staircase and a couple other ones. Staircase is wild, too, man. It's fucking wild, man. And then I watched Evil Genius. And That's the one with the bomb in a dude's yeah. neck. That I watched half of that. It wasn't as good as, as the other two, but. It was still okay. It, it, it kind of dragged on. It got intriguing, but then like the end of it was like kind of stupid. So I've been kind of like dying for one. I guess this is supposed to be huge. And then I want to watch that tonight, the Amir Samid trial or something they call it. And then uh, I guess everyone's talking about that Michael Jackson. Um, Leaving Neverland? Yeah. See, like, I, th- I don't think, I don't think Ma- Michael was as crazy as everyone thought he was hey, do you know you know what yeah do you think that cory feldman you know cory feldman right yeah do you, have you have you heard you know seen interviews with him about outing people like he was outing like the biggest elites that were like pedophiles when he was a child actor right mm. and he said the only only person that that was not like that to, to me was michael because michael was stuck in this you know because joe joe abused him so much that michael was still stuck in this regressed childlike you know state where he felt comfortable around other kids. I don't think necessarily did shit with other kids. He was just so mentally fucked up from being abused by his father that he kind of like was friends with younger people because that's what kind of mindset he was in. And Corey Feldman said, you know, I got all these people. He was calling out all these dudes. You know what I'm saying? This, this well, guy's calling. got to him. But no, he, he said, he even said himself. Michael Jackson was the only one that was my friend and never did anything to me. It, it wasn't Michael. But maybe these other kids weren't Michael's friends. Maybe. Maybe. He, I'm, and, I'm just speaking about Corey Feldman. I'm just telling you right now, dude. When you look like a cat, pee like a cat, climb a tree like a cat, you're a cat. The guy looked like a fucking monster, dude. Who would... Uh, th- I just don't understand people's like thinking when a guy butchers himself like that. He's addicted to crazy type of drugs. He, you know, and, and and then people are like, he couldn't possibly do that. Why? Because he has good music and we all looked up to him? Well, there's other people that have been fucking weirdos that you ne- never knew about. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? You're, like, you're absolutely right. But I just think that everyone's been thinking Mike's been a battle file for how long? Some people don't want to believe it, though. All right. But hold on. It's, it's been, been a long it's time. It's been a long time. Where's, where's the evidence at? There My, has to be something. What if you had kids sign a waiver, dude? Like, <laughs> sign this waiver. You probably could. I haven't watched a documentary. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe what these kids are saying, man. I, I don't see any uh, reason for them to lie. I, I mean, well, you know, money. What? Money, I Yeah, guess. yeah. But here's, here's the thing that really intrigues me. I told you a while ago. I'm a really big Macaulay Culkin. I just think it's weird. Like, his whole life, I think he's a really intriguing kid. We all knew him. 
We all like like love those movies. He came out one time and said, "Michael doesn't do that. He's my friend." He came out one time and he said, "I don't want to talk about it." Like I don't want to talk about it. He like left it kind of open, and then well, maybe because he, it's he gets bombarded left and right. Well, no, I mean like he he was kind of like I don't even like I, let's just say it wasn't good. Like he was kind of like acting weird dude about it, and uh, you'd like your new Apple Watch over there. Look at you. Actually, no, I'm getting dude. Look at this. I'm getting Zach Levine out against the Pistons today. I get a what? Yeah. Look at that, dude. You guys, I wouldn't even. I wasn't gonna go to the game today, but I'm like, it's at 11:30. You missed it. No. It starts. It started like ten minutes ago. No, it didn't. I thought they started at eleven thirty no, today. It's Four o'clock, I think. Maybe the coverage started at eleven thirty. But anyway, I mean, it's not here or there, you know. To call Mike, you know, Mike's dead. Mike, you know, I mean, it's not like. I just think I think personally, and there's no, I don't know why, you know, if you're convicted or even mentioned in that, and you got people crying, he died. <laughs> Good, yeah. good, die, you idiot! That's horrible. I mean, like, I, but I, don't, I, I honestly think that that Mike's gotten a bad rap. But I, I had to see this never. I had to see this never leaving Neverland. You can't I really, put yourself in those spots, right? Dude. You shouldn't be hanging out with little kids, dude. Like that's as simple as that. But the problem is, is that he, yeah, I, hey, I agree with you, man. And then grown men that aren't your kids shouldn't be hanging out with little kids. Abducted in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, I'm serious, same thing. Though. Same thing. I agree. I finally with you. seen that. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it was... that's the same shit, dude. It's like you're letting some old guy. Why can't play you with turn the channel when you turn that on? Like it, it's, it's such trash. That's why I don't I want to turn it off, and I couldn't. You can't. I was like, oh, you can't, dude. And that's why I don't start a lot of documentaries, dude. Because I'm just sitting there, watch, like especially like two, three part documentaries. Too, yeah. When I started watching that Ted Bunny, Ted Bunny stuff, dude, I like, seen it yet, and like, and like, I see stuff online all the time, like white people when when there's serial killer documentaries out. It's like, honestly, dude, it's just like it's intriguing seeing like how people can actually do that to someone else and like try to justify it. Like, it's disgusting. It, really, it's crazy, dude. But I back to Michael. I just think that with this. You know R. Kelly thing. Oh my God! You know, you know, with with the whole with the whole Michael Jackson thing, is it is it something bigger? You know what I'm saying? Because you got Oprah coming out and she's against, you know, Michael and saying this, that, that, and the third. But then you know she's over here, you know, uh, smooching up with uh, Mr. Harvey Weinstein. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you know. You dig deep so enough. Oprah on- came out against Michael because she was a big supporter. Back yeah, then. she came out. She yeah, came out against Michael right because there, after dude. the yeah, um, that's exactly. It's they just want to push their own agenda. No, but I, I, dude, there's a ninety nine percent chance Mike did that. I mean, there's like a half percent chance he didn't. I'm telling you right now. Right, but don't say this- don't sit here and be hypocritical and say something about Michael when you're sitting here, you know, best friends and uh, you know rubbing elbows with Harvey Weinstein. I'll tell you what. I know you're going to agree with me because you got children. I don't, but I love kids, and I, I love, like, you know, being a father one day. Hopefully I do that, um, but I'm saying, like... Hopefully I do that and, you know, <laughs> just get it out the way and stuff. Yeah, get it out of the way. No, but I mean, like, I respect people that are dads, that are good dads, like, more than anybody. I have a great dad. We always talk about father figure. I think you should be shot in the head instantly. Like, the cop can shoot you in the fucking head right when he sees you. If you're even, you know, like, if you get charged with that, you know what I'm saying, or whatever... Like, that is one of the most heinous things. Like, I, these people shouldn't be alive after this. Like, to have that mental illness like that, like, to 
you you ruin the kid's life, dude, right? Because they have to remember that their whole lives, dude. You know what I mean? Like, here's my thing. I don't necessarily anything shoot someone in the head because that's. I told. meant like the death penalty, dude. They right, need the death right. Penalty. No, not even that. This is what you do. You find them guilty. You throw them in general population. Oh, you, you, don't, you don't. You don't give them. You don't give them those like. Oh, he's he's. We're, we have a separate corner for all the petties and the child molesters. You know what I'm saying? No, throw them. Throw them boys in general pop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you know yep. what, man, they want to go out and predator and uh, be a predator on little smaller kids. Now let them be the prey. Let them exactly. get. Let, let let them fall under the the knife or the the fang of the predator. You know what I'm saying? True. Very let them true. feel how it feels like to be a prey. Mm-hmm. Helpless. Yep. I let that. that general pop. That, Perfect. That's what you do. Throw them in general pop and let them hold on to somebody's pocket. Because that's what happened to De- uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. They threw his ass in there. And it was funny. I was and then they it. beat his ass in like the laundry room. Yeah, but it's funny because they had this thing. And it was, dude, the, the John Wayne Gacy one, it was on some weird ass channel. Like I, I was staying at a hotel and it was on some weird channel. Some on one I don't normally see. And it was like this, how, how murder made me famous was the show. Huh. And uh, so they show this very crazy uh, John Wayne Gacy one. And it shows like, and it talks about, and I don't know how they got this information. Maybe he detailed it. And they talked about every murder and what he would do. And, and the shit he was doing was just insane, man. And they went in depth. Like, it was like they didn't censor nothing. He was raping and doing all. So he got sloppy at the end because he got cocky. And he was hanging out with politicians. He had a he had a picture with uh, Miss Carter, the first lady. Yeah. Because he was trying to be. Yeah. So, but he, later he, on. He, he was a really staunch Democrat. Yeah. So later on, that just shows you where they're. No, no, I'm just kidding. Want to hear something funny, though? What? All right, I was. Uh, it was right after I watched the. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off though. No, no, so remember, right. remember where you're at. But it was right after I watched that Ted Bundy thing. I was talking to my mom. I'm like, you know what's funny, mom? I go, who are the two biggest like serial killers that come to mind? She's like Ted Bundy and John Wayne Gacy. I go, you know Ted Bundy was a really staunch Republican. She's like, yeah. I go, yeah. I go, and you know John Wayne Gacy was a really staunch uh, Democrat. She's like, what are you getting at? I go, I go, because they both fit their party very well. Child molesting clowns on the left, and they got a show coming up, and they got and they got uh, or, or, or violent rapey uh, violent rapey white dudes on the right. I'm like, it, you know that that's just those those guys. Get rid of the jackass. Get rid of the elephant. Those those are guys the new poster childs for the right and the left. Bam. Hate to say it. Um, I don't think the right's that bad, but yeah. Uh, let, let's see. Uh, their show's coming up on the 16th, correct? Which one? Your your mom's show? Did it come out? Yeah. What uh, is it called? Next week. What's it called? The Average American. The a- oh, I like it. I like it. So that starts at what time? It starts two hours. Uh, it starts nine. They're nine to eleven. Nine so the slot right before CRB Studio Radio. Two. Studio, Studio two? two right here. Okay, I just want to get that in. What I was saying was, um, they showed uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I was talking about Gacy, but they I, they went to and it was like everything. I don't know exactly what happened, but it was very interesting. Even my girl was watching. Jeffrey Dahmer comes up, and at the end they go, and then the guy goes. He goes, I guess, and this is in the police report. He shows up with a paper that says, this is what you did, Dahmer. This is what you did. And he, like, politely strikes him with a with a dumbbell, you know. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I guarantee you it was nothing like the way they portrayed it. It was he, just kind of funny. He struck like, Dahmer with like, a dumbbell? Yeah, well, that's actually what happened. Like, he got beat with a wrench. I thought I heard, like, a pipe or something, you know. But, in in a jail? In a, yeah. I heard that he got his head. They tried to smash his head through, like, the, because uh, he was in the laundry room. They tried to, you know, like, when you go to the laundromat, they have those big, like, 
the side loaders, yeah. and they have like the thick ass glass. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can see your you see your shit tumbling through the dryer. I heard they tried to smash his head through that. Yeah, like I said, like whatever he got, he deserved. But here's the thing: is like it just like the way they portrayed it on that show. They go, then he goes, "Hey, sir, I can't believe you did that!" Strike, 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 and then another guy runs to like tell on him. I guarantee there was like ten dudes over there. Fucking the guard probably walked away, like gave him a nod, and they right, all right, you know what right. I mean? Like, like, and it was funny how they tried to like treat that like it was kind of funny. But uh, but yeah, dude, no, we we got we got a little sidetrack on the on the media thing. I, I like it though. We always talk about tonight the shameless uh, season finale. Uh, that could be crazy though. Cause, my wife watches that. Well, it could it could be crazy because uh, old girls leaving the show and this guy who was like really cool forgot his name. It's all in the thing. He's coming back supposedly tonight, and that could be like a sweet ending for her. And I always thought that's how the show was going to end. He sweeps her up because he left her. He was like into this crazy shit. Was this the the, the car thief dude? Yeah, Hadwick. Okay, something Hadwick or something. So uh, yeah, See, I know a little bit. Yeah, of so he was cool, and uh, now he might be coming back. But so that's going to be interesting. And then tonight's got that that documentary. So. But you know what, what? What kind of show would we be if we don't talk this, about this Pistons resurgence, man? Uh, talk about coming back, dude. What's that? You said you said you, old boys coming back on the show. Talk about comebacks, bro. I'm talking about it. Dude. Talk yeah, about it, man. Exactly. Detroit Pistons, man. Like, hey, it it, it was tanker. You know, uh, move forward, mm-hmm. and I think that all lies on Blake Griffin's maturity yes. and his work ethic. That guy's been balling out of his mind. I'm I'm so proud that he represented us in the All Star game. Damn, who was the one of the only people that said Blake was a good idea when it first happened? You did. Okay, I but hey, make sure. I I, st- <laughs> I, I still don't think it was the greatest way to go. Uh, you know, I st- if in hindsight, I'd still I, w- I wouldn't pull that trigger because I don't think they're gonna go to no Eastern Conference Championship game. Imagine if they drafted Donovan Mitchell instead of even though Cool Hand Luke, which I don't know why. Man, they're trying can we to... stop? Be like, imagine if they drafted Donovan. Imagine if it was Brooke. Imagine, imagine if, if it's. <laughs> It's because that's where, as a Piston fan, it's all you have is imagination. I know, yeah, dude. right, like, it is true, it is true. But honestly, though, Blake and, and Drummond, like Drummond, they, they had something early in the season. And what the glue of that team is Ish Smith, because what happens is Ish can penetrate and no one can stop. He can move. Sometimes when he gets to the basket, a big will be there so he can't lay it up, so he dribbles around, but he can't be stopped. He penetrates every time. And what happens, that breaks down the defense. So he was out, right? And and now we see what it looks like when he's back. He's the glue. He pretty much is now. Now Kennard's playing, kind of like Reggie Bullock's role. I would have liked to see Reggie Bullock stay and see what, Stanley stay. They, they would have been deeper. I, I just don't understand those two trades. Thon's actually been playing better though. Told you. So I mean, I'm excited about Thon. The, re- the reason why Thon Maker was not playing in Milwaukee is because he had another big there that was better than him in the name of Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's Thon's why twenty two or something. Yeah, but so. that's why Thon wasn't getting any playing time because Giannis I mean Thon's to me is a better jump shooter than Giannis. Yeah, Giannis, yeah, that's true. yeah Giannis is gonna develop it, yeah. but all around you'd you'd want Giannis over Thon. So I can see why they'd they'd want to make that move and get him out of there. Tomasov was a pickup for us. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, well, like we needed a shooter, and I guess Stanley wasn't hitting. You know what I mean? But I think Stanley's a better all-around player. Stanley wasn't I hitting really is an understatement. I do think he's a better all-around player than Thon, but I just think that Thon plays his role better, and that's what we needed. But exactly. I think Luke Kennard's surgeons here, and then let's 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 lay it all on the table. I've been saying this for months. Dwayne Casey's the best coach in since Chuck Daly. Well, we had a couple good ones. I believe. Larry. Uh, we had Larry. We Carlisle. Had Carlisle. Yeah, we, so, we had a lot of good coaches, man. All right, since Flip. 
Okay. We got a rest in peace. Flip. Flip Sanders. Flip Sanders. Saunders. Saunders. You're just messing this up. Flop Sanders. Sounds like a rapper from like Redford. Will the Lions draft Flop Sanders in the fourth round of the draft? Cornerback out of McNeese State. No, I'm just joking. But hey, look, we got a question proposed to me earlier in the week, and the reactions were pretty funny. Go. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, okay, or Isaiah and Joe D. Meaning, who would you rather have? In d- no, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I, don't do are, what? Don't be like, well, in the, in the back in the day. Yeah. Okay, all right, don't man. Do that, dude. Don't, don't be do calling me no old head now. But I'm just saying, like, you got to take an effect. The, the way the game's cha- the way the game okay. has changed. Okay, I don't even like where you're going. Okay, I'm gonna give you mine first, and then you can chime in. I'm gonna go Zeke and Joe D because Zeke, you know, was running down, you oh. know, with a busted ankle, and he was crying, oh. and he was kissing Magic in the middle court and, and stuff. Bro, I'm telling you right now, it's not even close, dude. Isaiah Thomas is one of the best players of all time. Joe Dumars was a guy. Clay Thompson can light it up. Don't get me wrong, and he can play defense. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. He's one of the, he's one of us two way guards. That's one of the, the biggest myths in the, in the world. If you watch, I watch Golden State very closely. He can guard. Don't get me wrong. He's not no James Harden out there, but he's not no lockdown defender. Don't give me that. Why do you think every time someone comes to Golden State, they have their best night? Like Will Barton goes for forty. You know, like don't give me that. He's a good defender, but he's not no Joe Dumars, dude. Joe Dumars locked down Michael Jordan. Who's who's Clay locking down? Uh, Harkless from the Portland Braille Blazer, dude. Like, come on, man. Like talk about Mo Harkless. Mo, Mo Harkless. He's been playing good actually, but but hey, like that's what I'm saying though. It's not even close, man. Like with uh. Uh oh, Glenn Robinson Jr. Thumb. He's starting tonight. He's been playing actually pretty good. Thumb. He had a thumb injury. Oh, so. okay. He's been th- he's been th- thumbs up on the bench and he extended. Thumbs up, Mike Utley. Like thumbs oh, up, Mike Utley. Dude, come on, man. Come on. Too don't soon. Even, don't too even, soon. Man. My bad. Too soon. Twenty years later. <laughs> but no. Um. Yeah, dude. It's not even close, man. Are you kidding me? Like, what can what can Steph do? Besides shoot, better than Isaiah. And Isaiah was a clutch shooter. So. Steph can probably dribble better than him. Mm. He can shoot better than mm. him. Take it to the rack, I wouldn't say as much so. Play defense, set fence, I wouldn't say as much so. Facilitate, I wouldn't say as much so. I think I think Isaiah is way more grittier because the league bro, was grittier. not even close, bro. Hey, man, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll give dribbling and shooting to Steph. Let me go here. You ready? Shoot. Steph Curry went to McNeese Junior Tech College. He didn't even make a Davidson. Uh, yeah, okay. It wasn't even barely a Division One. Okay, and where did okay. and then where did where did Zeke go? IU top recruit at, at the Indiana, which was the best college. What did he do? Won a national title. Wasn't he Mister Indiana for basketball too? Mm, I don't and, know about that because I think he's from New York. But he uh, he uh, I'm just saying though he. He's from Chicago. That's why he hates Michael. Anyway, he's from Chicago. So, but, uh, yeah, no. Steph went to a crappy school. <laughs> Here's another thing. How long did it take Steph to develop? He wasn't a star when he came in the league. He stunk for three, four years. Now he's a star, and I'll give him He's one of the best players. I'm not going to take it away. Isaiah was a star straight out of college. Didn't take him time to develop. He was already a franchise player, generational player, straight out of college. Um, 
I think uh, I don't think Steph could have played in, in in Isaiah's era, and I think Isaiah no. could torch it right now. So that's no. one thing that right, 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 right. You know right. I mean? No, no, I don't think Steph could. Uh, he could not transition either. over. I think, I think Clay could. I think yeah. Clay could have definitely. I think Clay and Joe D are really close. I'm not going to go. Oh, but I think that Joe D had a lot more toughness. Right, but and, Clay's you know, got length on him. Clay's like six foot seven. Joe was like six three, six four, something like that. Clay's very quiet. Right. So was Joe D. Right. That's why it's a good comparison. Right, right, right. I think Clay might have a small smidgen of an edge, but but the only thing Joe D has better is he's a bad boy. But no one could pass better than Isaiah. Okay. Like I know Steph Magic. Well, I mean, yeah, but Magic. Oh, we're talking yeah, about I'm these just, two players. Oh, yeah. got you. Well, no, I'm just talking. Well, no, Magic's the best passer of all time. Right. But you got LeBron. I know Jason, Jason Kidd and Jason Williams too. Though. Isaiah was better than those guys. Isaiah was dude. Isaiah used to do the the one step just like Magic and Bird and, and LeBron. The one step bounce one pass. Step and bounce pass. Like every half court. Right. Skip right into the guy's bread basket, dude. From fucking <laughs> Isaiah was way no one. And the, you know who always if you're under thirty, you take Steph and Clay. And if you're over thirty and actually seen Isaiah play, I've seen Isaiah play, and I went back and watched things. They'd be down fourteen points with like four minutes to go, and he knocked down five threes and get them right back. He was doing shit. Steph Curry doesn't do that shit. What? Steph Curry does do that shit. That's why he's like the all-time leading three-point scorer. Yeah, but I mean, like he—they'll already be up twenty, and he'll hit like four more threes. It's not like it's not like you know, it's not like he does some clutch shooting. How clutch was he in those finals when Kyrie locked them down every year and he fucking flat out sucked every final? He hasn't played, you know what I mean? He's played one good final, I think, maybe. I mean. I'll give you that. He hasn't you know been I mean? good in the, uh, good what in the finals. What did Isaiah do? Fuck, Isaiah played better yeah. with one ankle. I mean, you stuff. got, Iguodala got an MVP, locked on your boy, but you know, hey. right yeah. for this. And you know what? You know what? I got I got proof of it. I called his MVP. I said Iguodala deserves MVP. He got locked down, but what happened on a game seven? Block, block. That, was that wasn't that year. That was, was the, the greatest, next year. I know, but that was, that was the, the next year. Stop bringing up old shit. Time. Why are you bringing up old shit? It's the greatest block of all time. History. Besides, uh, man. Tayshon's. Hey, since we're on this subject about LeBron, let's speak about the Wolves with the Lakers again. Because we talked about last week. We talked about it last week, man. But that's exactly what's happening, dude. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. I mean, LeBron's <laughs> shitting his pants. He's shitting like his pants. Did, right, right. He, he's, it, it's over. It's over for LeBron. We didn't know. Um, and now this kind of cements where Kobe was. I honestly think Kobe was the greatest player of all time. And I think it's only because Michael Jordan showed Kobe how to be that great player by like showing someone that you can do that. I don't think if Mike came along, Kobe wouldn't have been as good. Kobe wanted to beat Mike. He wanted to be better than Mike. So he like literally did. I mean, Kobe Bryant. Scored sixty something points in his last game. Right, Michael Jordan had like seven points. Right, LeBron's gonna—he's gonna be a bitch. He probably won't even play his last game. Flu-like symptoms or something. Right, but Kobe, but Kobe did it smart. He left on a good note. He knew he knows if he came back, he would have been Wizards Jordan. Right now, LeBron is Wizards Jordan, and you know what? You know what? I'm retiring Wizards Jordan, and I'm using the term Laker LeBron. Okay. Because no, you know what? It's the same. You got to keep that in the Okay, mix. fine. Wizard Jordan, Laker, LeBron are the same, same player. Thing. Yeah, they are. When you have when you have Kyle Kuzma, a second, third-year player, pushing you to play defense, that, to me, was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen LeBron do. You're not playing defense. You have a guy, right, three years in the league. You have all this rapport, all these friggin' accolades, all these friggin' medals, dude. Yeah. And, that, and you're not going to play defense. You're going to give up on these kids. 
after you put them all on the chopping block, after you still throw them all under the bus because it's not your fault, it's never your fault, when you're winning, when you're winning, oh, it's all me, it's all me, it's all me. When you're losing, it's all them, it's all them, it's all them. That is not a sign of a good leader. No. You know what I'm saying? At least, at least Jordan, when he smacked Horace, Horace Grant, Grant. Yeah. at least Horace probably turned back and said, I respected that man for doing that, dude. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather, like I said, I'd rather have someone get, I'd rather, it's harder to get in your family's face and your friend's face than a random stranger, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's harder for me to check you because I got love for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's what Jordan did, dude. Jordan checked those, man. Jordan made people better around him. Even when he was on the Wizards, man, he tried to make these kids better around him. But LeBron's not doing that. And it's and it's sad, and it's a detriment on his legacy. This might be, and I, I, I don't want to be like, you guys are out there, and this is your situation. I'm I'm not trying to speak like everyone. Uh, this is where I think you need a male figure in your life. I think LeBron didn't have that, and you're seeing that he is an alpha male somehow. Like I think he didn't have a dad, so he went to the parks and everything, and he wanted to be that alpha guy because he's making up for not having that in his life. And I think, but when he gets to where he's at now, it shows that he's a bitch because he doesn't have that father figure. You know what I mean? But it doesn't. And that's not everyone out there. I just think that, that this is the case with LeBron. And my thing is this. LeBron James, I think he went like this, and, and when he first got in the league, they went like this. You're LeBron. When he first came in the league, there was no one better than him, anybody. No one ever came in the league as better as LeBron. Kobe took a year or two to develop. LeBron came in straight up as the best player in the league first day he signed up. Okay, so here's the thing. Everyone kept going like this. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. And he goes like this. Nowadays, so he dominated the league. He's done stuff that... Eight straight finals, nine straight finals, all this crazy stuff, right? Now he's at a point of falling off. And guess what he's doing? Well, I'm LeBron. Right. But what made you LeBron was playing at this crazy, freakish high level. Now you're not doing that. So you're not LeBron right now. You're just you're just you're you're trying to fall back on his legacy. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying right. to say, I'm LeBron, look at me. No, no, no. You know what I mean? What he did last year with the Cavaliers and all that, I don't know how that happened. I really, I just have no idea. I mean, this guy, like, <laughs> it's it's amazing what he did with the bums on the Cavaliers. Now you come to a team, I don't like Kuzma, you do, but uh, he's better than a lot of stuff that he had on the damn uh, Cavaliers. You know what I mean? And it's like Ingram. Ingram, that's why I try telling you about Ingram. Does he have everything? He's a good player. He's not a guy where you got to go, I got to keep him. No, you know why? Yes, you do. No, man. because that, he doesn't have any. I want guys in basketball that have uh, a motor. You know, we talk about motor. Brandon Ingram, he's got all the skills in the world. Don't get me wrong. He can do everything. He has zero motor. He looks like he's just like walking with his arms like halfway down his thing like a gorilla, <laughs> gorilla, dude. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. I like, I think what's happened this year, man, is that your boy LeBron has just deflated these young men. Like I said, these guys aren't cut for the same cloth we are, man. It doesn't necessarily mean they're not tough and they're not going to fight through it and not be men about it. They just, you just need to approach them a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like I was saying about like what Tom Izzo said. You know, I, he, he's, he's, he, he's one of the last old school coaches that gets in your face while he's spitting and you're getting speckled by the spit. You know what I'm saying? We all had those, those coaches, right? And you're just like, you just take it. You know, you take the speckled in the fucking face, right? <laughs> but he's even saying, you know, 
the, these kids are different. I got to get down. I got to say, listen, I'm, I'm going to dig into you right now. Don't take offense to it. It's needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These are these kids are. Le, I think LeBron is surrounded by all these young millennials. Okay. And he doesn't know, and, and his methods aren't working. The way he go, he's he, the way he came into the league. He came into the league when it was still kind of old school, you know. what I'm saying it was still kind of making his transition over, but it was still rough and tumble, you know. what I'm saying now it's just like dudes are like I said are are, are playing defense with their hands behind their back because they don't want to get that rip through bullshit foul, right? Mm-hmm. And it's trickled down to the to, to the way these guys play, to the way you guys think, to the locker room. LeBron's losing them, man, because now he's the old head in the room. And now everything he says, he probably thinks these, these, these kids think it's archaic, you know, a view, a mindset. You know what I'm saying? Really, it, it's not. It's just that the game will evolve. But what's, what, stays, what stays the same is the work ethic, is the teamwork, is the jump shots, or the layups, is the dunks, is the pick and rolls. You know what I'm saying? That stuff. That stuff is key to the NBA, man. And that, that core will never change. It's just how you approach these kids. It's how you evolve with these kids. He needs to evolve with them, dude. You need to change your game up a little bit. I'm not saying this is the greatest example, but when Magic left, you know, with the whole HIV thing, when he came back, he was a power forward. You know what I'm saying? And he could play that role. I mean, his his, his rookie year, he played center, you know, uh, when uh, when, uh, Kareem was out. So it's like you have to adapt in, in, in the game all the time. You have to evolve with these young men too. The game's evolving; it'll, it'll forever evolve. We've, we're watching it in NFL right now. It's evolving. Right. What Patrick Mahomes doing right now? He's evolving the game. What these young men are doing right now? What Giannis is doing? What KD is doing? It's evolving the game. And people like Kobe, people like LeBron, people like Jordan, people like Isaiah paved the way for that. You know what I'm saying? He needs to. Evolve himself with these young men, man, or it's just, or or, or there's just going to be a, a straight up divide in the locker room. It's going to be, it's going to be Tyson Chandler and LeBron in one corner, and everybody else in the other. Here's the thing, and I go here sometimes. I go, I go to the uh, the well here, and people laugh, you know, whatever out there. I played hockey, all right. I had a year where you know I was a leader every year, but one year, you know, I, I started off, I had an injury or something, and I was starting off slow. I had a new group of kids, and I was trying to show them, and I was not playing well. And they look at me and they go, "You know, oh, you're the leader. Like you're trying to lead." I, I would do perfect leadership, but I wasn't playing well at the time. I had an injury. I broke my foot, and I was trying to come back, and I never had an injury, so it was like new to me. But when I was coming back, it took me to start scoring and playing well, and then they started listening. LeBron's not playing well. He's not. He'll shoot a brick. He can't even make a fucking free throw. That's true. So I'm saying, like, it's it, when you're when the guy's telling you to, what to do and he's not doing shit. It's hard to be like, I don't give a fuck who it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? He ain't Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no LeBron's. He wants to be that guy. He he's just not that guy, and he's not playing that well. But here's one thing that I, that I just realized myself. No one wants to talk about Luke Walton because he quote unquote. Won thirty games in a row with Golden State. Anyone could, I could, I could have coached Golden State thirty wins in a row. No, you just got to sit there. Anybody could coach. <laughs> so we thought Bill uh, Luke Walton was some great head coach, and now we're seeing 
he hasn't done anything on the Lakers. And and when he, LeBron, lastly on this too, is LeBron. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, like LeBron always uh, like okay. So he uh, LeBron basically came in, and at the end of this year, he thought he could just do what he, whatever he wanted, and it's showing that he really can't do uh, whatever he wanted, and it's just showing that he's just not as good as in the later years as he once was. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. And, and it's kind of sucks because I referred to LeBron James, Mr. Fine Wine last year. You know what I'm saying? Because to take to take Cleveland to where they were coming mm-hmm. back and to build this squad the way you want to build it and to see it all just you know, get kind of pushed to the wayside because he wants to be in L.A. Right. I just think that his heart isn't in basketball anymore, man. He wants to, like you said, he wants to be this mogul. You know what I'm saying? He wants to, he wants to re, re, re bring back the Friday the 13th and bring Jason back. And he wants to dance around in his penny, Pennywise clown outfits. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? And he wants to be this Hollywood dude. That's why he came to L.A., man. Dude, he, number one. He came to get money from L.A. and then retire as a mogul and do all this, do all his movie stuff. Number one, shave your damn head. You have, like, no, <laughs> you're like a Chia pet that didn't get any sunlight. He dude. looks like, Sh- like, like, shave your damn head, get the damn bald look going like Jordan in his prime. Right. You don't, he, he looks like, like he has a yarmulke. Yeah, he has a yarmulke on. It, it looks is, terrible, man. It is terrible. But, yeah, no, what happened was he thought he was Captain GM and when, when AD didn't come over. He took 18 games off right when they were in the fourth seed in the West. You can't take 18 games off with this team, come back, then other people get injured. Now you don't have the same team. Now you're trying to fit in the groove. He just he he wasted the season. It was all him. He blamed everyone else, but it was all him. Right. And then and then you point fingers at these guys, man. You, you, there's a divide in that locker room. There's no doubt about it. There's a divide in that locker room, and there's no fixing it. They need to look, trade LeBron in the offseason. They need to get him out of there. there there's, there's no way. Who? He's going to bring other people. That's why. And uh, you see him last night doing the hand over the mouth to Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Kyrie yeah, So they, they don't read his lips. And, you know, he's trying to do the casino thing. Did I did I tag you in that Robert, thing? Robert De Niro. So the, the feds don't read his lips like, oh, big deal. Well, he did that to Lonzo, and then he came to L.A. But here's the thing. Did you see that video I tagged you in with uh, Barstool? No. Kyrie walking to like sign a Make a Wish Foundation kids poster, walking in his his like PR guys right here, and he's walking. He goes, "I fucking hate this shit." He's like, "I don't do this for Who this said shit." This? I'm d- he's like, "I'm done." Kyrie, Kyrie said this. He goes, I ain't, "Yeah, he's like, Kyrie's I'm done. Being, Kyrie's starting to be a little punk." Dude, what is dude. going on with that, bro? Like, he's trying to be a little punk, and you know, what like, you know, what I like about Kyrie too is that you know his mom died when he was young, so it was just his dad. You know what I'm saying? If that was my kid. I'd kind of be upset with that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you try to raise your kid to be right, and, you know, they're going to be a little punk about it. It's like you you have everything. You have everything. You're a multimillionaire, dude. You got these kids that are that are sick. All they want is to see your face and get an autograph. Is that too much for you, is that too much for you to ask, man? What a piece of shit, can if I, you ask me. Can I ask you a question? Kyrie Irving's the first multimillionaire to get dumped by a what, – what are you talking – you got dumped by a girl? Like, what are you – you're a multi-millionaire with Bentleys and all this. You got for dumped. a rapper named Party Next Door. That was his name. A rapper named Party Next Door. I've never heard of this dude until 
until his uh, his girlfriend cheated on him with this guy. And he was like so crybaby. It's like, dude, you have millions in the bank. Go buy yourself a water slide or whatever you got to do right. to get over this. Right, get, exactly. Like, you're a millionaire, dude. Go buy another car and just keep going. But it was sad, dude. So I, I just, I don't know. Let's get all the guys with the bad attitudes on one team and we'll see what happens there. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, what, the Kyrie's going to come over there. AD's going to come over there because AD has a shitty attitude right what now, if, too. What if KD comes? Then it'd be uh, all just Team Snake. Do they change a Laker to, like, Snake and no, the, 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 yeah, LA, the low, the low snakes. But, yeah, but no, yeah, like I'm, I'm not really happy with what I'm seeing out of LeBron, especially, especially someone who's supposed to be one of the greats, man. Throwing all these young kids under the bus, man, instead of you know bringing them up and bigging them up and helping these kids develop, man, it's horrible. Especially if you have somebody to me. Yeah, I know you don't like Ingram. You have Ingram. You have Kuzma. You have Ball. These guys are all going to be great players, man. Especially to me, Lonzo. I think Lonzo's going to be a great player, dude. I think Lonzo has everything but a jump shot. You know what I'm saying? Even has the mentality because, like, I, I don't. I, I think sometimes when uh, when uh, his dad comes out, I think sometimes he's just like in 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 the background. He's like, "Dad, chill out, calm down." It's it's you, you, we we all know who you are. The ball band's established. The BBB's established. Calm down. Do you watch do that thing. show though? Do you watch the ball? the ball a ball in the family? Oh. No, I can't. I can't stand. I can't stand uh, the dad. If you watch it, he's not anything like what everyone. He's actually. It's not as bad. He's just like if you get in front of like a camera, sometimes you just don't know how to act. You know. You I guess. Lot, you know. So I think that a lot of that's just games and hoopla. Like oh, it has to. He's building his brand. He's he, got you know? two sons that are going to be. With those two net worth alone, it's going to be over a billion dollars. So true. I mean, that's pretty good. He did okay for himself, you know. So it shows his wife; she had a stroke; she can barely talk, and it shows him like helping her and trying to like. And he he'll like be in the confessional and be like, "I love my wife. Like I could go anywhere right now. I'm a millionaire. I can go anywhere, but I love my wife. Let's get her healthy." I think that says a lot more to his character than. What he says on TV, and I beat Michael Jordan one on one, you know, and all that. And he like, didn't okay, have, yeah, when he averaged one point, <laughs> one he had one point in his college career, one point. They show him as your the, average. They show him at the gym under like doing a layup, and it like hits him in the face because he hits the bottom of the rim. But he can beat Michael Jordan. But it, I think he just says things. But as far as an overall person, I think he's actually a lot better guy than people. It, you know, we, I I agree with you on that one, dude. Because if I had kids like that, I obviously this is my daughter, by the way, Chris, oh, my oldest right here. But um, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I'm just. <laughs> You're like, oh. yeah, but no, that's the way you have to act, dude. You have to be a, like a like a tiger pops, dude. I'm I'm a pop papa bear. I push my kids, and and sometimes I kind of get more competitive when I'm when they're doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? I get more competitive than them. You know what I'm saying? The times I have to like control myself when I'm in the bleachers. You know, so I kind of take a step back now. You know what I'm saying? I want to be that dad that's screaming from the bleachers, dude. I don't want to be that guy. Well, see what's, what happens, and I don't have kids yet, but what happens with, and, and so your daughter's here, and I want to say is my buddy has this problem too, is we were good at everything. We were just we were so good at everything we do that when our kids go in and, and, and they don't produce like we did, then we get upset. That's what my buddy showed me at least. You know what I mean? Like we want them to be like established like we were and like the best at everything. But it's just like, you know, like, yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out like that. But you want to push them so hard. I don't know. But. Right. I don't want to push them, dude, because, like, yeah. me growing up, I, I was in the shadow of a professional athlete. You know, my dad played pro sports here, so everyone it automatically expected me to be good and play soccer right away. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it just it's just not you. I mean, look at Barry Larkin. His kid's a, a basketball player, a hell of a good basketball player. He made the pros. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? I think if... 
if you have you know athletic genes in your system, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just gonna pass down. But like I think the biggest problem is is not is not my girls. It's it's my it's my son. It's getting my son to stop playing Fortnite. It's getting my son to stop doing this and trying to get him to go out and shoot around and do something. You know what I'm saying? I think that's that's the hardest thing. Girls, it's it comes easy for girls, dude. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Like it's it's easier for me to raise four girls than it is to raise my my son because me and him butt heads. You know what I'm saying? My son is gonna be machismo dude he already is man he already is a dude he's just a straight up dude he's he's giving daps and stuff like that you know giving the half hugs and still uh-oh, stuff so uh-oh. he's gonna be a dude like it's it's just easier raising girls man it really is in my opinion so well he's got a cool dad so it's when you got a cool dad i had a cool dad so i had to be like the cool you know right and so he's got a lot to live up to but everything will work out man we know how great of a person we shed some light on our show try to uh i was talking to jaron dukes from michigan wide receiver and I was telling them, we're more than a show. We try to uh, raise, you know, like instill values in the young people that we talk about and talk to. Um, and and you, I already know you, and I know how you do things the right way. Make your kid drink out of the hose and uh, yes. play barefoot in the backyard. I tell him, I, I make and, him, uh, I make him go take the garbage out. But go take the garbage out, right? Snow outside. He's putting his boots on. I go, no, man, no. Go out there with your socks off. Go out there, run out there with your socks off. I oh, can't do it. I can't do it. I'm like, okay, I'll go do it right now, and I'll walk out there with my bare feet. I'm like, dude, it's just like stuff that I did when I was a kid, man. We ran out. We didn't care about ticks, Lyme disease. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? I'm drinking peanut out the, allergies. Right, peanut allergies. What? You know, like gluten-free, huh? Like, no, give me bread, you know? Like, it doesn't matter. There's so many allergies nowadays. What's going on with that, man? I man mean, no, like, it's I. I just think that people people create these allergies, man. The way they eat, uh, well, all the bullshit they put in our foods too. You know, I think people develop stuff. But hey, that's you know that's neither here nor there. We can go politics on it all day, but yeah, nah. I think I have a Taco Bell allergy. Every time I eat it, I expand. Like kind of like just get like, a swole. I get swollen up get, a little bit. You need yeah, to put so a little. You need to put a little. Drizzle, pizza does that to me too. Drizzle some Benadryl on there. Yeah, I so think I that'll be okay, man. Going on, man. But <laughs> hey, but we're speaking about you know Michigan, Jaren Dukes, whatever. Yeah, Dukes. I, I want to kind of you know speak about the Michigan Michigan State game yesterday. They lost. Michigan, Michigan lost to, to state. Again. They got swept. Well, last wow. year they they swept them. Last year, I think they're it's still. Okay, because we got the Big Ten tournaments coming up. Michigan can win the Big Ten yeah. tournament, not the Big Ten, you know, regular season. They can win the tournament. They're still going to go into the Big Tourney too. So I'm not too upset. But you know, I have a lot of state friends. My sister's a state graduate, so I got to hear this shit from uh, from them, and um, it's annoying. But so- I I think Michigan struggles to play team ball sometimes. I think they rely on, like, Iggy. Iggy will come in, you have 13 straight, then you have three fouls, and he's sitting on the bench, and then they're struggling to, you know, establish a team game. And Poole wants to do his little shake in and out, do his thing, you know what I'm saying? Teske wants to shoot threes. He shot two air balls yesterday, and it was just deflating. Watching them at the end of the second half lose like that, man. Um, I just think they need to start working on their team ball because they're not – they have a bunch of – Good one-on-one players here and there, and they can play that ISO. But yeah. that's not the, that's not the game no more. There's, we're, there's 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 no Carmelo basketball anymore to me. There's no ISO basketball. 
basketball is coming to its purest form, man, where you're spreading the court and you're moving the ball around yep. and you're getting everybody involved. And I think states did a better job of that the second leg of the uh, uh, second half of the season and the last leg of this, you know, you know, playing against Michigan that I think Michigan State being down their two superstars just shows you how much better coaching they've had this year over Beeline. And it, and it sucks, too, because Beeline's been such a good coach for us this year, and I think that he's going to need to step up. He's going to need to step up and push his kids in the right direction and, and show them to play team ball rather than just a, a bunch of ISO games here and there. So I know we're probably going to disagree on this, but when your best player is like 5'3". Talking Xavier? Yeah, I mean, it just – I need guys – this isn't Division Two. This is – basketball right you need someone that's bigger that's what the game is you know a seven footer is going to dunk on a guy that's 5'11 you know what i mean you can't it's just that's basketball length right. why do you think giannis is so good right so i just think that yes yeah, simpson's he's an amazing player don't get me wrong but when your best player is a shrimp and and, you know what I mean? and like, the only shot in, so and his biggest shot in his repertoire is a running hook shot as a point guard, I haven't. I've only watched a few games, but I laugh so hard when he does that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's a cool shot to have, like you know, is a bag of tricks sometimes. But if like is that is that's your go to when you drive to the you know rim as a five five point guard? Yeah. There's something wrong, you know. What was that movie? Uh, Along came Polly, where the guy was like. Wet, wet chocolate, white chocolate. <laughs> that, that's like, uh, what's like, his face? Make it rain. Uh, what's his face? Like, Philip Seymour yeah, Hoffman. Oh, rest, rest in peace, peace. Philip. Yeah, rest in peace. But um, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, white chocolate. Let it rain. And, oh, and then he like and he hit uh Bed Stiller with his uh, oh, sweat yeah, on his. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a good movie. Though, I love man. that movie. Love that movie. But yeah, we got we got about thirty minutes left. Or twenty minutes. We left. can talk about um the top free agents where they're going, man. Okay. Nick Foles just signed with the Jags. Clutch. Did you hear about that? Uh, no. Nick Foles signed with the, Nick Foles is gonna sign with yeah. the Jags. I don't know what they're gonna do with uh, teenage mutant ninja Bortles, but you know he hasn't been producing. And you know what sucks too? Like th- that's one dude I watched in the com- combine, and I said, "Wow, he can be a really good quarterback." Ooh, Bortles, Bortles. Okay. You know that was back in the. Now it's just like, where's he at? So they're signing Foles. They just signed Carlos Hyde for a year too. Um, Le'Veon Bell. I think he's going to the Jets. You think? Raiders might be a good pickup for him. I think that's a good idea, especially that uh, AB's going to the Raiders. They got Derrick's over there. You know, they're, they could add. They need to add some weapons. So I think the best fit for Le'Veon Bell would be the Bears because I, I Jordan Howard was kind of slow this year, and uh, Tariq Cohen is the human joystick. He's a lot faster, so they have a change of pace. However, if you throw a guy like Bell in the mix, he can do everything. So. I think that matures Trubisky a lot, and I think they only need a little bit to go over the edge. So, I, I mean, no one's really talking about that, and I don't even know if that's in the mix. But if he does go to the Bears, that'd be huge. You know I'm a Bears guy anyway. So, right. Um, but I think that uh, Le'Veon, wherever he goes, there's a lot of everyone's like, Le'Veon, remember how great? you? First of all, he missed a year. He's one dope test away from being out of the league. Right. One failed dope test away. Um, he's had two knee surgeries. He's getting older. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's not like, oh, God, we got Le'Veon Bell. We got a new Ferrari. It's more like you got a, like, 2006 Ferrari. And, you know, you got to, like, get an oil change and you got to maintain it a little bit. Like, it's not no brand new spanking Bentley, you know, right. that you're getting. So, but, yeah, I don't know. I think Landon Collins is the, the game changer. For the Lions. For anybody. Yeah, Landon, Landon, Collins, Landon Collins is a big-time game changer for the Lions, man. I think we need somebody like... 
a, a safety like that, and you know, then then that then that that to me that makes me wonder whether you want to go after like a greedy Williams, and 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 somebody to you know, kind of compliment him at at a safety position. But what what other ones that really intrigued me too is that uh, Tyrell Williams wants to go to the Browns, man. Now you're adding wide receiver. Yeah, now you're adding. You're not, uh, he's a tall dude. You're talking about a tall guy, good target. What's going on with the Browns right now? The Browns are on, on the uprise. I'm telling you, dude. Um, there's a lot of things, and, I and like it about kills the me too because that's that's the route I want us to go. That's the kind of quarterback I want us to uh, to go see. Someone's going to change a culture, like a like he's going to go into that huddle and he, he he demands respect. Like Stafford doesn't go to huddle to demand respect. Half these guys don't even respect him. In my opinion, you know what I'm saying. So like. It, it sucks seeing some, a, a, a franchise like Cleveland doing what they're doing when that's what I want my franchise to be doing. Mm-hmm. I want my franchise to be going all out, getting someone like Ter- Terrell Williams to put around my my quarterback. And, you know, Terrell Williams is like, let's say, middle of the road, b- above average wide receiver. But you couple that with someone like Baker Mayfield, they could have something there. You I never think, know. I think drafting Parrish in like the second or third round from Ohio State, I think he's a little water bug. I think uh, to pair him up with Javaris Landry, and uh, everyone wants to point at Baker Mayfield and be like, he's the reason. He's the re-. I don't think he's the reason. I think Miles Garrett, the guy can jump over a bus. He can lift a bus. He can, you know, this guy, he's a freak. And uh, you, you, there's a one in the uh, gen- generational talent, once in a lifetime generational talent. Uh, Baker Mayfield grows on a tree. I mean, really. I mean, he's a five foot eleven quarterback. I mean, it, but, you know, this other guy can. But you know, but I mean, but besides his physical attributes, you got to think, dude, is his mindset. That's true. You can't, I mean, you can't, you, that does not grow. His, on the his tree. work ethic, his mindset, his charisma. Yes, it, those are game changers in locker rooms. Dude, those are game changers in franchises. Those are guys that are going to say like, "I'm th- this is my franchise. I'm taking this over." You he's know what I'm saying? Star, you, we've, sure. Exactly. We've seen. We've seen. Tom Brady do it. Maybe not in that way. We've seen Aaron Rodgers do it with like, relax, I got this. I can't stand it. You know, type deal. But like, I love Baker Mayfield. I love what Cleveland's doing. They add Terrell Pryor into this. Like you said, they get somebody like a parish that can scoot. You got a, you, you got a, you got a big guy into like Terrell Williams at, oh, we're on the five yard line. I'm going to throw a fade to the corner. You got to jump up and get it. You know what I'm saying? You could be that Herman Moore type player. So I think that's a really, really interesting move if they do do that. Another one I was looking at was Earl Thomas going to the 49ers to meet back up. Oh, God. Legion of Boom God, moving man. from Seattle to well, you know San Francisco. What they do you think about have, that? They'd actually, they'd actually have a good wheelchair Sherman. basketball team. Sherman. If, if he goes with Sherman, they could have a wheelchair basketball team in the offseason. They'd be like probably one of the best in the country, dude. They're, he's done. He's done. He's 5'11". He's got two, three knee surgeries. Just hang it up. Yeah, man. like I know the game is all you have. They should have done all you have, but give it up. You're done. Like I, I don't go out there, break your neck, and then you're walking around hobbled the rest of your life. You got Mike millions, Just go home, like Mike Utley. You want to go to the San Francisco nine for what? To go eight and eight and barely scoot in the playoffs and and like tarnish your legacy? Just go home. It's over. I don't. What? I love Earl Thomas. Don't get me wrong. Good, good. Uh, believes in God. He's a nice guy. You know, there's nothing to be like. I hate Earl Thomas, but. Just call it quits. You're 5'11". You stick your neck in there wrong, you, you might be paralyzed the next time. It, just go home. You made your money. Right. Do a you Cam Chancellor. Anything. Cam yeah. Chancellor went off on top. That's one of the last, like, to me, great safeties. If Cam Chancellor, seen. a 6'5", 275 beast, is telling you enough. because he's scared. <laughs> right. <than> a 5'11", <laughs> right. like a little shrimp, you know. It's like. You, you know what I think it is? I think these guys, 
these athletes and their like ass end of their careers all somehow somehow want to move to California and play for the Lakers and play for the San Francisco 49ers so they can retire in LA, you know, so they can retire on the West Coast, you know, so they get these little sweetheart deals. They're like, oh, we love Earl. You know, Earl can come over here. He's friends with Richard, you know, and then they just retire in the West Coast and then that's what they're going to do. All, all, all these guys do that. Well, one, one landing spot for Earl Thomas I see makes some sense, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, because you're a Cowboys he's, fan. Well, I know, but, I mean, he's from Dallas. I mean, I don't know, man. I just think that that would make more sense. They need a guy. He's the guy. He fits in well. They're already a great defense. You throw his little shrimp self in the backfield. You know what I mean? Like, And every time he gets an interception, everyone in the crowd should get free shrimp scampi for him being, like, 5'9". You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> He's so stupid. I'm just saying, dude. I don't know. All right. How about this one? What's up? Golden Tate to the Patriots. Oh, my God. Please, God. Why? Golden Tate sucks. Okay? The, what did he do this year? He had, like, 40 catches. Mm-hmm. I don't care where he goes. He's done. He's, he's done. But he's going to the Patriots, man. He did go? He's think that's these are the like the the top top free agents, right? He's he's the last of these top free agents, right? And they're they're trending it's trending that he's going to be going to New England. Now you go to New England, man. We've seen Danny Amendola. Yeah. We've seen Edelman, we've seen Hogan, we've seen what's his face that went to Broncos, Wes Welker. Mm. We've seen all these you, in your words, water bug type players, man. Yeah, he can fit perfectly in there, and and the next thing you know, Brady has the seventh. Here's my thing: you watch the Patriots, right? Right. Golden Tate wants the ball. He wants nine or ten targets. He wants. I don't think in New England you don't get that. I think he'd be. Cha- I think he'd be taking over Hogan's role. How Hogan shows up every few games. He doesn't play every game. Like ten catches, like. I, you already have that with Julian Edelman. You already have that. I think Golden Tate, if he comes straight to the Patriots and gets that full off season, he will be a factor. Don't get me wrong. But how many years does he have left? One, two. That's exactly why he's One, going two. to New England oh. because you can plug him. You can plug and play in these players, man. I don't, I don't think Julian Edelman did something all great in, in the Super Bowl. He caught five yard passes in the middle and ran them up and, and got yak ten yards. Yak. He'd even score a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's easy to plug and play wide receivers for New England when you have that system with Belichick. And you know what? I think Golden Tate would trade some looks, some targets for a ring, for a shot. And I know he already has one for, with Seattle, but how, how awesome you, you you win one ring on the far uh, west of this country and another one on the far east, That'd the farthest. Cool. You know, you think cool. you know there's no Alaska team, so. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think that'd be kind of cool. He's a money-hungry guy. He's a diva. Um, you know, he did stuff with teammates' wives, and that created division. Yes, yes. Um, we've seen at the very end of his Lions days, he drops the ball. Stafford throws a skippy rock like you're skipping it off the lake, and he looks at Stafford, and he goes, look what you just mm. Because that's what Stafford does. Okay, they sold him out. Do you think one time you sell Tom Brady out? Tom Brady, have your ass on a plane. You're, over to, uh, you're comparing Tom Brady to Stafford right now. No one's going to sell Tom Brady out because Tom Brady's going to get you six to seven rings. Okay, but I'm just saying he's not going to do that in New England, and I don't know if he's going to take a pay cut. I don't think he's that type of guy. He already has his ring. Wait, I'm going to take a pay cut? This is when you need the money. You know what I mean? He needs to get that little thing that carries you up the stairs. When you sit in it and it drives you up the stairs, he has to afford one of those before he retires. Well, th- so. well then he can. Then, then he get, should get a sweetheart deal to, like, you know, the Rams or the Chargers I, no, or the Rams, 49ers. 
could see him on the Rams. For now, sure. now, 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 what's AB going to do when Oakland moves to uh, Las Vegas? Now, what's 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 AB going to do when they draft DK Metcalf in the first round? Dude, and then they he's better, sitting next to no, Metcalf. No, Lions are going to draft draft DK. No, Metcalf. dude, DK is going to go somewhere that probably with an ugly jersey, and I'm going to go. Mm, uh, I wanted that, but, right? Exactly. But yeah, DK is a shredded beast, but I would like to. Oh, that's who I would go for. You know, if if he's there at eight, I'd I, it's it's so intriguing. I I wouldn't pass it up, man. It's just a once in a lifetime talent, man. You got a guy that big, that strong, that tall, running a four three forty. I think it's a no brainer, man. You could have you could have Megatron, uh, two One thing that scares me though is he wasn't a household name before this. It wasn't like DK Metcalf. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. We never heard of him. I, right. I barely heard of him. You know what I mean? Like he was great, but never really heard of him. So, you can say the same thing for Tom Brady. You can say the same thing no, for Terrell Davis. You can say the same thing for Terrell Davis. Dude was drafted eighth round. He's one of the he's one of the only running backs to ever uh, peak two thousand yards. Win the Super Bowl with uh, Broncos, and they have Elway. Correct? Yeah. Right. No one knew who he was. He wasn't a household name. You see, you see these guys running four two, four three forties, and they. But he wasn't it, a top five pick either, though. He he was a seventh rounder. That's what I mean. So I'm talking about drafting a guy top ten, but that we, no one knows. But nobody you know I mean? nobody was about the combine like we are now. Once DK Metcalf ran his four three forty, his stock rose. You didn't see no combines like that for Terrell. You know, it wasn't as big. You didn't have ESPN one through fifty nine. You know what I'm saying? And it deportes, you know, you know, east, west, south, you know, they have all this stuff, you know, so where you internet didn't have like this stuff 15, 20 years ago when Terrell and uh, Brady got in the league, you know what I'm saying? So like they could have been awesome in the combine. We didn't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm not even trying to, I want DK Metcalf. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, but I just think there's so many, there's like seven generational talents in this draft. And they can go either way because the whole team stinks. So you can go either way, you know. So it's actually they're in a good spot, kind of. They're in a bad spot, but a good spot. They need everything, and there's everything's available. So we're going to find out. But I, I just don't think that wide receiver is a spot where it's going to change your team. Look at uh, look at uh, Julian Edelman. He was a fifth-round pick. He was a quarterback. Quarterback, yeah. He was, uh, you know, they turned him into a great wide receiver. Antonio Brown, sixth-round pick. These guys, you can develop a wide receiver. Look at uh, guys who have been drafted high. Keyshawn Johnson, he barely won one at the end. He had a good career. But Keyshawn I mean, Johnson had a great career. Calvin Johnson, I mean, he didn't, yeah, he had a mm, yeah. But th- mm. th- that's the Lions' curse, man. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, look at when uh, the Steelers won it. They had Heinz Ward, six round pick. They had a bunch of no names. Plexico was, was, was Plexico on the team still right there, or was he, he was nursing his gunshot wound to himself? Yeah. We'll talk about shooting yourself in the foot, foot. Like, Ooh, literally, literally. literally yeah, it's funny, but um, you see, a uh, Bruce Arian is now the head coach of the Buccaneers. Okay, okay. He now, now, what do you think with that man? You know, they they want to. I know that uh, Winston wants to keep the Sean Jackson. Mm-hmm. They have my man uh, number thirteen. I can't think of his name. Tall dude. I always, I always Mike draft, Evans. Mike yeah. Evans. I love Mike Evans. Um, Winston, and they're talking about bringing John Brown over, little 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 squirt John Brown. Now, I don't know if that's going to be to replace Deshaun Jackson, which I don't think John Brown can replace Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. or add to it. But um, I think Bruce Arian is a clever enough coach where they're going to have a way better season than they did last year. So I like Tampa Bay's kind of, to me, sneaking under the radar. I think they may make a few more up. Uh, Picks on uh, 
defense because they have uh, Cameron, they have OJ uh, Howard, they have good good uh, offense, man. Winston has good stuff around him. So just like our quarterback here in Detroit, he should have no excuses. You know what I'm saying? When they start putting people around him, so that's that, that's another one that kind of intrigued me because John Brown, I think he's like you said, those little water bug wide receivers that you know change the game so much because they give you those little in and outs, they give you those little curls, they give you those you know. You know, those little screens of back screens. Sometimes they even do the little end arounds. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like, I, I really like those small, small wide receivers. But here's what I just don't get the thinking behind hiring an offensive coach. You were scoring 45 points with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Your offense wasn't the problem. Right. The defense was letting up 50 points. Then you go out and get an offensive head coach. Well, I don't understand where the opposed to what? Getting a that. defensive head coach and then you're stuck in this position. We are in Detroit where we go and get a defensive, uh, mastermind to be our head coach and then our offense slacks this is the offensive first uh uh game nowadays man defensive second you saw when we watched the chiefs and uh the rams it was like 55 to 54 you know well, what i'm saying was super bowl though the defensive coach yeah that's true so I well mean, yeah true but it's belichick belichick's like a center you know he's like senator palpatine from star wars you think know about he it throws too. on that hoodie you're not gonna stop the guy think about it too Defense won the AFC Championship game, and then defense won the Super Bowl. So it, I'm just saying, like, I think – I love Bruce Arians. Don't get me wrong. I just think that you bring in a defensive coordinator for the other head coach, and they would have been fine. Are you, That's you know true. I mean? You could do that. You, know, you, so, you can do that. It's all about talent too. on defense. They don't have the talent. Yeah, they so, don't have the talent. Often, I like their offense. I like the way their offense is headed. Their defense is just real scarce. You need to do something in their defense. And here's the thing, too. You're a millennial. You're in Tampa. It's hard to have a franchise. Yeah. Look at look at Miami Dolphins. They're not going to ever do anything. You got the kids going out to the nightclub. You know what I'm saying? Doing a four or five shots, waking up hungover on a Sunday. Right. It's going to be hard for them to have a franchise in Tampa Bay. They're never going to have that winning franchise because you can't. There's party life. There's afterlife. Look at when guys go to Tampa. It's hard to even stay in the hotel room. Well then, well, then you can have that same argument for the L.A. Rams, and look what they did this See, year. You come to Detroit, and you got nothing. It's like a ghost town, so they might as well, you know. Like, right. They, they, yeah, yeah. Then we got guys like Joe Foria hurting his back because he's chasing his dog and slipping on his piss because there's nothing to do but chase a dog around a mansion or, or, or blow your back out, you know, shoveling. Or blow your hand up like uh, what's his face did for the Giants. <laughs> Club everybody. Sackick from uh, Colorado when he stuck his hand in the chopper. Did he? You didn't hear about that? No. Snuck his hand in a snowblower. And, Pretty smart. Yeah. Smart guy. Now he can teach Don't his kids ha- fractions, though, without having to. Oh, uh, dude. Reciprocal. Know. Flip it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know. Don't you have people to do that for you? You're multi-millionaire. <laughs> dude, well, when why, you're a millionaire, you cut your own hair, you do all this. Why would you? Know exactly, I mean? like, dude. I don't know. But we have like nine minutes left, but I want to touch on something. A funny, funny video that I saw. I thought of you because it involved one of your Dallas Cowboys. I think Zeke? you know. No. Oh. He's been suspended. He's kind of, uh, you know, one of those, you know, outlandish characters. Came from Seattle. Defensive dude. Bruce Irving. Okay. Announces retirement. You see how he announces retirement? No. Smoking a blunt on Twitter. That's how he announces retirement. Pulled a Ricky Williams. Said, yeah, I don't argue with the, uh, I don't agree with the NFL's marijuana policy. Starts hitting a blunt and telling the NFL, like, yeah, basically, F you, I'm retiring. That's how he did it. It's honestly a slap into the face for every middle class person and lower. Like, you want to turn on a contract for thirteen million dollars because you want to smoke a blunt? 
Yeah. Like you can't wait two years to smoke a blunt. You can't make thirty six more million dollars and then smoke a blunt. You have to. You have, what? What? It's just that's the type of thinking that just. What are you talking about? I don't get it. And on the show that is going to be before us, the average American, the average American, they'll be talking about values and, and principles like this. So you guys will get uh, a taste of that. But who in the right mind is going to throw away thirty six million dollars for a bag of weed? Bruce Irvin. <laughs> That's how stupid Ricky he is. Williams. Well, Ricky was. Well, Ricky. Yeah, but Ricky was like. A- that's just a stupid. He lost. If you ask me, he lost more money. At least Bruce Irvin was in the league, you know, a good amount of time and got his money. So that guy can retire and his his kids, 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 kids. The Irving name's going to move on forever. You know what I'm saying? If they invest it properly, but it does bug me too. It, it bugs so me much that, money, man. That's life changing money. That's his grandkids' money. Now, what if you see a story? Five years from now, Bruce Irving on the side of the road with a sign. Man, he lost it all. <laughs> like it's like you, but what, you hear that fuck? you hear that about these players, dude. You, uh-huh. you ever see that thirty for thirty broke? Yeah, and they're talking about how like they pop like sixty Viking in a day. Like they can't they can't eat a Viking in. They can't even get out of bed without popping. Like look at look at Ballers with uh, yeah. when you had me watch Ballers. It's um that one show with The Rock mm-hmm. and Rock gets out of bed. You know what I'm saying? He like takes his pain pills and doesn't even drink them dude like like crushes them down and takes his pills like that dude because i don't know if it hits harder or whatever but dude bill romanowski's can't even get out of bed mm-hmm. he's there, there's there's stories that you got dude, dude can't even get out of bed without taking like four or five vicodins the problem with out addiction, of bed the problem with addiction is you don't even notice it until hopefully it's not too late but you're not noticing it. Like this guy smoking a blunt, throwing $36 million away. What happens in five years when, you know, his terminally ill dad needs this $3 million for his cancer or, you know, it, but then like, it, you just threw it away for some marijuana. Right. But then again, what? but then again, oh my God. But then again, you got these NFL teams that are, you know, come halftime, they're pumping these guys up with Novocaine. They're giving them yeah. all this stuff, you know, yeah. all these pharmaceuticals. Marijuana is the least of the of the stuff that they give to these guys. So I kind of agree with him on the fact that there needs to be a different policy for homeopathic medicines rather than, you know, oh, let's everything from Pfizer, all these pharmaceuticals, big farm, you know, pumping these guys full of crap. And then, you know, who's to say if he takes his $36 million, stay hush about his marijuana, gets hurt, and now this guy is <clears throat> bedridden and taking six Vicodin to get out of bed again yeah. rather than, hey, I'm good. I got my money. I bowed out early. Mm-hmm. I smoked my joint. It's better than a Vicodin, a Percocet, whatever. I'm not, you know, turning to mush like I'm Brett Favre. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's a fine line that it is. You're right. they're going to really need to walk because I think everybody in NBA smokes weed. I read, a, I read an article with Charles Oakley when he retired in High Times Magazine like 15 years ago saying that 85% of these guys that hit the floor – Playing NBA, oh yeah, are high. They smoke before they play. They smoke afterwards. I mean, you, you look at look at Nate Nate Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz after yeah, the fight, yeah. dude, he's hitting his pen, and they're asking him. They're like, "Is that a marijuana pen?" He's like, "No, it's CBD oil." You know what I'm saying? It's it, it's for it's for healthy recovery. I'm you know I'm a licensed carrier. You know it's different. It's not it's THC's out of it. You got a CBD into it. This is the same stuff that's having kids, you know, survive in. Uh, you know, from seizures, you know, kids that have autistic, they're not even talking and they're doing the CBD oils. So I think there's other 
avenues that these professional sports need to travel because it's not just about pumping these guys full of uh, painkillers or giving these guys numbing agents just to get them through the half. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, these guys want to go off and once they retire, be able to hug their kids, you know, their grandkids and, you know, see that stuff without having to look like Muhammad Ali and, and, you know, shake from all the damn trauma that, that's been hitting these guys' heads and hitting these guys' bodies. And if marijuana is a safer way to go or CBD is a safer way to go, I agree with Bruce Irvin on that. But, bro, be an advocate in a different way. Sometimes the way these guys go about stuff is so stupid. You know what I'm saying? You go about it a different way. You can be, a, you can be an advocate about it. And that's what I said about like when it comes to the NFL with Roger Goodell being the commissioner compared to Adam Silver being the commissioner for NBA is Adam Silver gives these guys a platform outside of the work. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to do it on NBA time, but we'll help you out. Roger Goodell says, you're not going to do it on NFL time, and you're not going to do it on your own time too, and we're not going to help you out. And that's why there's that the big division in NFL where NBA, it's more of a brotherhood. You know, so... I just think if you want to be great in life, period, you have to be addicted to success. You, if you get addicted to other things, you're not gonna. It might stand in your way. And what happens is, and it happened to me, it happened to me and a few, a few people I know that yes, it took years to get over that, to you know, be in that fog and being like, oh, I'm smoking. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna. I don't know, man. Hopefully, I catch a break. You gotta go make life. your own breaks. And I think that this doesn't really show any positive he you know like i always try to say what what positive comes out of him smoking a joint on the thing going oh, i'm just gonna throw away 36 million like just nothing positive comes from it i think that uh young people should understand that you know we like we talked to Jalen bell sitting right across from us get your stuff done first you're you're nothing right now right get your stuff done later on you can be 56 on a on maui retired because you were successful smoking a joint now that's a different t- you know what I mean? Right. It's after done. the fact. You're already it's established. Fact, Everything. Right. Not when you're trying to make it and just letting things get in your way. That could be any type of vice. We're just talking about drugs, but that could be any type of vice. Right. So I just hope that when you want to, if you want to be great, be addicted to success and what makes you great. And, and then you will prosper. Not like dope and all this other stuff. It's like, come on, man. You know? Right. Like, so I, I don't know. I don't understand why he even do that. Even if you, if you were smoking a joint, just. Do it. Don't turn the camera on. Like, right. hey, I'm smoking a joint. I'm, I'm 37. <laughs> like, right. what? What are you acting like a four year old kid? Like, it's cool to smoke weed on on a YouTube. Like, it's right, not even cool, with, with trap like, music in the background. Like, yeah, like oh, I'm, I'm retiring, man. <laughs> right, right. I don't get stupid, it. but that's like what's his face that um it ruined his uh, draft stock. Remember when he uh when the right before the the day of the NFL draft was like two 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 seasons ago oh, when he had the, when he was doing the uh, the gas Tunsil, mask bomb Tunsil, Tunsil, Tunsil yeah. that's what it was and he was, and, he, and his stock plummeted and you don't hear nothing about him uh, really anymore you know what I'm saying because I mean it just it leaves even though it's like it marijuana is kind of getting more acceptable acceptable more recreational you know what I'm saying it's still in the, in an organization like the NFL it's illegal. Here's one guy that you we know? miss. We miss Who? Josh Gordon. Josh, big time. If you have an avenue <laughs> to make millions of dollars, not a lot of people have that. Everyone wants it. Not a lot of people have that avenue. You can't put the dope down for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, right? To make hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Charles Rogers from Detroit, right? Same. Couldn't thing. put the dope down. Like 
I just it blows my you mind. Know, you know what kills me? Josh Gordon was three games away from being in the Super Bowl. Think about that, man. Mm. Every kid dreams about. Every kid dreams about this man, and he's three games away on one of the best teams in the history of the NFL under one of the best coaches, under one of the best wide quarterbacks. He would have won the Super Bowl. He would have won a Super Bowl. He, he actually got a ring for his participation during the season. He got a Super Bowl ring, which to me, if I'm Josh Gordon, I'm bittersweet. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, oh, cool, I got a Super Bowl ring, but I didn't play in it. So it's just like, as a kid, though, you dream about being in those positions. And when you see people like Josh Gordon throw it away and Bruce Irvin just say, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm done. I'm just gonna smoke weed. Yeah, fuck this. You know, it kills me, dude. Because you got yeah. kill kids and people that, you know, either didn't have a talent, or 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 got there and just fell short, or were, were plagued by injuries. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's just a slap in their face too. You know, because like you said, you're not bigger than the sport. You know, the sport will always be bigger than you. The sport's giving you everything. You know what I'm saying? To to turn around and smack these kids in the face like that. I don't know. That's the way we think. You know what I'm saying? It might be different if I'm, you know, $50 million in the bank. I'm 37. My body hurts. You know what I'm saying? I might be thinking differently. But, like, me, I think I'd approach it a lot differently as well. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you're 20. You think differently. Like, I'm I'm fresh. I'm 20 years old. You know, hey, I got a call. Hey, I'm going to move these uh, 16 pounds of weed before the draft. Oh, police caught me. Career's over. Why? Like, why would you it's just like, but that's when you're 20, you don't think. Like, right. I mean, you know, so it's like, I just wish people understood like throwing away millions of dollars for some weed that you can go back to later in life. It's always going to be there. Don't, you know, it's right. nothing worth, you know what I mean? So I just don't get it. But I'm, I'm very saddened by like him not being a leader. Like we talk about on the show, not being a positive presence. It's just idiotic for me. Well, you know? I guess you can say he went out in a blaze of glory. <sighs> Oh my God! Man. Nah, well, do you think that's a blow for the uh, for Dallas? No, no, I don't even want a guy like that on my team. Really? You're gonna be like, oh, that. so you want a squeaky clean organization like the Lions and just never get anybody good? Oh, Dallas used to be Ooh. not squeaky clean. Oh yeah, With Jerry not. Jones, you got a seven year old guy doing pornos. Come on. How about this? Smoke and still play. Like, don't let it affect your millions. You know what I mean? Like, it will because you will because like, they'll give them those random drug tests. What they say, right? Oh, we'll just give them like seven random drug tests in a row. You're a millionaire. Figure it out. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Have like, somebody, yeah, have yeah, somebody like, pee in a bottle for yeah, you or something. Go into but a they, facility and be like, I'll give you three hundred k. Make it say it, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, what, find a shady Doctor Nick from the Simpsons. I think sh- like, Doctor Nick. I mean? Hey. Like, Hey, like, I don't know, man. Like, this looks just... pretty good, but uh, no, like they actually, I think they actually like watch them pee and videotape and everything. They have to have it all documented. It's all like they have to have a some kind of paper trail, you know, video trail okay, because well, it's lawyer smoke. up. It's not I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I think they need to change the policy a little bit, but. While the policy still remains, follow the policy. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, what's messed up about it? It's upsetting because when you smoke, it messes your head up. Like you're doing, like you're. I'm making millions. You could be sitting in your couch at your mom's. I'm making millions right now. It's like no, you're playing. You know, you're not doing nothing. <laughs> but see, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's a weird. It's hard to like, you know, get out of that funk, man. I'm so glad that I'm just not doing that. And just you know, it's it's. I look at other people and I try to tell them like, 
it's not worth it, man. And this guy's throwing away millions, and it's just wow. It's really not worth it. Yeah, like like I'm sure Bruce Irvin didn't just pick up smoking. I think he's been doing it his whole life while he's in high school, while he's in college, while he's in NFL. I understand the day. It has medicinal purposes. I get that. I just think, but while you're under this policy and you're making millions, I just you know, yeah. just put it to bed, bro. Exactly. But um, I think we covered everything. What about what are we watching tonight? What's on TV? Walking Dead. Shameless. Shameless. Dead. I am, I'm not a Shameless well, what, fan. My, okay. my, my wife's. Hold on. A, what? We have to talk about this, man. What's this Walking Dead? I see this commercial and it's like a black zombie. And they're like, here's the new black zombie. Like, what's that about? There's, there, there's different colored zombies we talk about. Uh, no, keep, the, like, there's a star zombie now. No, 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 no. They're, they're taking, like, zombies' faces off and using them as masks so the zombies leave them alone. So they're walking amongst the zombies uh, and hurting the zombies. I tried two years they're ago. Called the, they're, they're called the Whispers. It, they're called know. the Whispers. And it's actually from the novel. It's actually from the graphic novel. So how many people have got shot because the people think that they're zombies because they're wearing oh, the mask? That, that's what they're doing. Yeah. So so they're shooting people in the they're shooting the zombies in the leg, and if the zombie keeps going, they're shooting them in the head because they know it's a zombie. They shoot them in the leg. The person's like ah, and they drop to the ground, and then they figure it out that they're just a bad guy. I just but I it, know, you know man. what? The Walking Dead needs to end. Just like to me, Game of Thrones needs to end. I uh, love I why? love that show. It why? just it needs to end. because like, like I'll tell you right now. We don't want everybody to become Wizards Jordan or Le- or Lakers LeBron, right? And on a good note. Well, here's the thing. They're doing the prequel, right? What? Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're doing the prequel. So now I have to – how do you not love the, the cast right now? There's someone that everyone loves, a little short guy. Everyone I, loves. I just need it to end. Now I got to I gotta pick up someone – I don't. I'm not going to like anybody from the new cast. I'm just going to put it in my head. I'm not liking anybody. No. Tyrion's not in it. You I don't ju- like anybody. You need to end it. You just can't let it drag on. You need to end it on a good note. And every every it's big, dragon, not dragon, drag on. on. No, I was kidding. Whatever. But every every episode they said is going to be like a full length movie. So you, 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 you're, show, go, you're gonna you're gonna get your you're gonna get your worth from it. It just I need to see it end. I need to see it come to conclusion. I just can't stand shows that drag on and drag on. What about True Dragon. Detective? Is, is it over? True Detective. Is, no, it'll come back. Why? Why? Because they've, they've, they've none of, over three times. None of the seasons correspond with each other. Okay. So, so you you can you can branch off from it, just like that. Um, Haunting on Hill House. Okay. Have you watched that? They're coming out with a new one, but it has but it has now. nothing to do with. So it's the haunting of something else. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with the first season. I like shows like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what's that one? Uh, American Horror Story. At first, none of them really linked. Now, at the end, they kind of link and they bring stuff back into the fray and this and that and the third. But I, I like that. I like the fact that I don't have to watch, like, the first four seasons to watch the fifth season. Is Lady Gaga still in it? Oh, she was awesome in the last one. I love Is Lady Gaga. Is she still Gaga. in it? No, she's not. And I'm not watching it. She's a a star is truly born. Lady Gaga, we love you on Talking Shoe. Please come on anytime. (laughs) And um, I really think she has something going on with. Anyway, with Bradley, yeah, Rocket Raccoon. Anyway, that guy's stock just went through the like. He was like down for a little bit. Like ever ever since he did that one, the American Sniper movie. But can can I be honest with you guys though, please? He cannot sing with the shit. I don't give it. Like people can go, he can sing. Look at that. Like hmm hmm hmm. Hmm. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'll hmm. take your word for it because I don't think I'm gonna see it. I don't it. think he can sing personally, but I mean, like he's oh he's an okay singer, you know. He's just not like he's not good. That's all. Hey, it's talking shoe. We like to thank uh, everyone in the prior uh, uh, seasons that we've had our 
um, that contributed to our show. Now we are looking for new sponsors. Um, we've had a great run with uh, coaches in Belleville. Um, it might be coming to an end, but we appreciate uh, everything that we did with them. But now you can throw your hat in the mix. As we gain popularity, hey, we have more responsibilities. We need you guys out there. If you guys want to be a part of this show, please contact either my uh, inbox, Talking Shoots inbox, or Sasha's inbox, and we'll let you know how you, too, can be a part of the Talking Shoot family. And uh, we'll be back next week at 11 a.m. All right, and check us out on all platforms. We were recently on Spotify. And we have a new show before us, too. Yeah, new show before us, too. Um, it's called The Average American. So listen to that before us. We're, we're going to have a crossover right at the end of theirs in the beginning of ours. So that'll be kind of cool. Introduce them. But, yeah, but check us out on all platforms. We just got on Spotify. We'll be on uh, Stitcher soon. iTunes. We're on Detroit Radio, DetroitSportsRadio.com, CRB Radio. Dot com both on the app so you know we're just trying to spread the word and um you know get some uh, big money like bruce Irvin and just not blow it away no pun intended we're back next week let's talk and shoot griffin neighbor auto clinic located in farmington hills on Haggerty, just south of 10 mile family owned and operated since 2007 mufflers tires brakes transmissions big or small we do it all call 248 248- 888-9406 or go to www.griffinsautoclinic.com. That's 248-888-9406 for all your auto needs. Also, visit their Facebook page, Griffin's Neighborhood Auto Clinic, for coupons each month. Griffin's Auto Clinic, your place for all your auto repairs. Neighborhood Auto Clinic is your one-stop auto repair shop. Bill Griffin and all of his mechanics are ASE certified technicians that will provide you with everything from simple diagnostics to complete engine rebuilds, oil changes, batteries, tires, timing belts, suspension, transmissions, and so much more. We are qualified to service anything on your automobile. We will advise you of the best course of action. Go to our website at www.griffinsautoclinic.com or follow us on Facebook at Griffin Neighborhood Auto Clinic or call us at 248-888-9406. Check out the website for monthly specials and coupons. Also, ask about financing your repair to get you on the road faster. 248-888-9406. Stop by Griffin's today and become part of our automotive repair family. Dorothea Lang once said, Photography takes an instant out of time, altering life by holding it still. The pleasure of being able to go back in time and feel those emotions and revisit those memories is priceless. Life in Print, Photography by Kim, aims to bring style and creative flair to every session and capture life's real moments. Her services cover all of your portrait needs, including seniors, professionals, families, modeling, dance, and so much more. Being the photographer is not just about taking pictures, but connecting with the clients to capture their true essence. Kim would love to be the curator of your family's memories and photograph your life in print. To see samples of her work and pricing, visit her at www.lifeinprintphotographybykimb.weebly.com or by phone at 313-850-5218. Follow the link on the Cave Radio website.
shop Amazon through www.caveradiobroadcasting.com. Just scroll down the page and click the Amazon button. You save and support Cave Radio. Everyone wins. On your girl thigh, what's fire in my bones? I'm Jeremiah. Yeah. I love this rap game, just gazelle frames on Jane and Dane. Blame red with your little kids say, Yeah. I got momentum, my Levi denim got purple in them. Cops start shuffling them, cause I put in work. Yeah. Hip hop got me feeling real big. Yeah. Hip hop got me feeling real grown. Yeah. Hip hop got me all around the world. Yeah, I told her that. Again, like, yeah, you know the deal. It's not a joke when my boys take the key and peel. I grill on them, like, yeah, I flex on them. Fuck the world, don't ask me for shit. This part two with Biggie and Meth on it, yeah. It's been a while, but when I drop.